0: Welcome, welcome. You're listening to our podcast, Two Massage Therapists and a Microphone. My name is Mark. I'm a registered massage therapist, registered kinesiologist here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. We are all on lockdown. Dun, dun, dun. But we oh, got
1: wine.
2: social distancing.
0: Yeah,
1: We're sitting far away from each other. I guess we probably shouldn't laugh about this. Uh, too soon. <laughs> it's it's too we're too still soon. on lo- We are on lockdown. Well, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're locking more things down. The gyms are closing. No. Uh, Starbucks is closed. Uh,
0: and uh, we got a, an email from our governing body today to say, yes. um, you know, discontinue massage therapy services. Almost, non-essential
2: oh,
1: massage. Non-essential, <laughs>
0: right. Highly recommended. Yes. Highly recommended. Highly recommended.
1: We'll get to that later what non-essential massage
0: means. Not but, sure. Yeah. Hey
2: everyone, it's Amanda.
1: I don't know, man. And I think
0: people that like, sorry, I know I just did mm-hmm. that, you know?
2: Well What do you do? Do you come in and say, I'm so stressed, I need a massage you know what though? But, the, but
0: Okay. So for example, there's a whole bunch of people that like go for like lymphedema stuff, okay. right? So I mean. That,
2: yeah, but at that point, you can tell them what to do in the meantime as,
1: Self-care. i feel like
0: those people like really need manual therapy they need they need care
2: well this is
1: the whole point is use your professional judgment exactly. i see a lot of people sort of getting stressed about those words non-essential massage and really you just have to think about it is this person's treatment plan going to be heavily affected is this person's life going to be heavily right. affected if they aren't receiving the treatment and obviously you're taking extra precautions so when they say non-essential massage you know don't fill your schedule with eight clients a day when at least seven out of eight are only there because they have benefits and they Mm -hmm. like to get massage, right? Like, that's it. It's very simple. Be responsible. Don't take people who are sick. Don't go to work if you're sick. And make sure you're disinfecting stuff, which we should have always been doing anyway. Mm -hmm. I mean, I understand everyone's uh, social media posts right now showing, you know, all the extra steps they're taking because of of the recent events. But I think we were all doing all that anyway.
0: Hopefully. 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 (laughs) Yeah, I guess hopefully. You never know. You never know.
2: Yeah, you know, you know what? There are some nasty people out there and i don't know if everybody disinfects like oh, they're supposed I'll, to I'll tell
0: you a story once uh once we get past my first in- interruption, interruption. Yeah.
2: yeah for
1: anyone listening we're now counting the number of times mark completely cuts 17th. me off <laughs> even if i'm just introducing our guest so i Sorry. better get through this quick you guys know Are me supposed to i'm take Amanda. a shot every time somebody interrupts jesus nina <laughs> nina our guest is now taking over the interrupt <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to introduce her real quick. We're doing an unprofessional hour today because we are due. It's she time and we need some light hearted banter. I know, I I'm just going to talk over you two jerks. Mm. We need some light hearted banter right now because the world is too serious. So we are doing an unprofessional hour and Nina agreed to hang out with us. So thank you for not being and afraid drinking. and drinking. <laughs> yeah.
2: You know what? Legitimately, I actually did hear that if you have a virus, if you drink more alcohol, it's supposed to kill it. Not sure how legit that is, but I. I you should stop
0: it. <laughs> listening to people at the LCBO. <laughs> 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 don't Although get, I heard, don't get your medical advice from them.
2: I did hear that the LCBO wanted to shut down, and they weren't going to really tell the public about it they were just going to quietly close out because they can you imagine if lcbo shut down there'd be riots you think toilet paper and water's bad imagine people going (laughs) yes because people
0: people go nuts on before a long weekend it's like oh it's closed on a monday oh now we're gonna close for two weeks what am
2: i gonna do without my
0: vodka (laughs) that's
1: true i never thought about the fact that people go crazy before a long weekend like how how much are people drinking. I mean, I know we joke a lot on here, but this is my first glass of wine in weeks. Like I I actually don't <laughs> drink that much. This has been sitting here since February 22nd, this glass of, this bottle of wine. So, yeah, I don't know how much are you people drinking? <laughs> we
2: should a take lot. a poll. <laughs> Maybe.
1: Maybe. Well, how about we just jump right into it? So, you know our guest name is Nina. She's a massage therapist and um why don't you give a brief introduction? How long you've been practicing, what type of practice you have? And, you know, a little bit about
2: yourself. Well, I've been a massage therapist for eight and a half years. It'll be nine years by the end of August, September. Um, I work in Brampton. I work at a multidisciplinary clinic, if you consider physios and massage multidisciplinary. Do you call
0: it B-Town just out of curiosity? (laughs)
2: We do. Yeah, okay. there's a reason why it's called B Town.
0: Oh, okay, okay. okay. <laughs>
2: okay.
0: <laughs> why? Why is? Well,
2: that? I, I okay <laughs> to the audience. I am South Asian. I am brown, so I'm allowed to say this. It's called B Town because it's predominantly brown people. B Town, Brown Town. It's all the same. <laughs> so <laughs>
1: you want to know what's funny? You know those memes that go around Facebook that was like, I was today years old when I learned this. So. I know that there is a huge South Asian population in Brampton, but I I actually just thought B Town was because it's called Brampton. <laughs> I am
2: I'm that dumb. Okay, I, I <laughs> you know what I didn't see it like that. I've always seen it my way. I've never seen it like that. But okay, yeah, okay. I actually did. You know. you had the more PC version. I learn
1: something new every so day. Know. Yes, it is every called B Town
2: for Browntown, So Brown I'm allowed to say that. So yeah, before the audience gets all up in arms. Oh my god!
1: I think our audience is pretty cool and okay. know I'm the only one in this room not allowed to refer to it as B-Town. I'll just call it Brampton.
2: (laughs) Well, it's the unprofessional hour. I think you can do whatever you want. Exactly.
1: True, true. All right, well. Yeah, so
2: I work with physios and and another massage therapist. Uh, Currently, I'm trying to find a third massage therapist, but it's... eh. Proving to be a bit of a challenge, but
0: why are you looking for a new how, another therapist?
2: Well, right now it's uh, just because we're so busy uh, for the massage therapy <laughs> side.
0: I think you can probably stop looking right now. <laughs> I don't think like, that busyness is going to be there.
2: Well, yeah. I, well, that's the other thing that I'm considering right now. Like because we are closed down for this week, um, potentially maybe even next week. So it's going to affect business. So I'm debating whether we find somebody n- new. I mean, I have somebody in mind. Do I bring them on once they finish their schooling and get their license? Or do I wait and lose that person that I want because now she might be going somewhere else? Like it's it's a bit of a decision that I'm kind of debating over. So you probably be safe to wait until first week of
1: April. I think that's the the point that everyone's waiting for to see like what the next steps are. Like we know March is cancelled. Right. Like the end. March is cancelled. Everything about March is cancelled.
2: And we just wait for
1: April and see what happens.
2: Well I think that's the only thing anybody can do right now so Mm -hmm. and but to be quite honest we uh i did call all my patients today canceled and nobody was upset about it they're not like oh my god what do you mean where you're canceling my massage um they were pretty cool about it and people were actually saying no that's a really good thing practice your social distancing protect Mm. the people right so Nobody was upset about it, so I was like, "No, okay, I don't think anyone would be nice upset."
1: I do have clients messaging me, asking me if I'm still taking people. Now I work by myself, solo. I know everybody, mm-hmm. so I've been, um, I've been seeing certain people. You know, like I've got a chronic pain client who right. said, you know, can I still come see you this week because she really suffers without it. And I was like, okay. And again, like as long as nobody has symptoms, nobody's sick, right. I'm I'm just seeing a reduced number of people. Right. But 100%. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm still yeah. working for now. Like, yeah. we, you know, again, we'll see what happens.
2: So you're looking for another therapist because wait, wait. of the volume. Yeah.
0: Is, is social distancing going to be the new norm?
2: You know what? in a way don't people already socially distance themselves nowadays I mean with social media the way it is everybody can order in and you have Netflix do you really even need to go out nowadays I
1: don't know right do you need to go out no No. Um, but obviously people were still going out because well, yeah. and it, it's more for places with crowds and again I think that's the part that people aren't totally understanding like you don't have to not do anything right you can still go outside I still took my kids outside to play yesterday yeah, 100%. you can still Go out, you know, just don't go to the aquarium right now. Don't go to the zoo. Don't go to concerts. Don't like, don't go to places where there's tons of people and you're all stuck together. That's a bad idea. But, you know, you coming here today with the three of us sitting in this small isolate, I think we're all safe.
2: We should be. We're all safe. We're good. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs)
1: Well, what I was going to ask you though is you're looking for a new therapist because of the volume of people. So, in your practice, Mark and I always try to figure out like, what do people consider busy? How many clients a day are, is your limit? So
2: my limit right now is about eight to 10. I'm at my clinic Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays and Saturdays. Uh, Saturdays it is a half day and I also have my own little Business going on the side on a Sunday, so my week starts from a Saturday and it goes to a Wednesday. So for me, busy is when people are trying to call in to book a massage and they can't find any space for a couple of months, and then they're going somewhere. But else. you're
1: you're quite you're quite full time then. Still eight and a half yeah. years in, you're still working four or five days a week, oh, and 100%. you're doing a full eight hour day. So you're yeah. busy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. like you said, off mic, that's because you love this job.
2: I do. I do enjoy this job. It wasn't my first career. To be quite honest, I didn't know massage therapy was a career
1: um while you talk to me about that i'm gonna refill your wine
2: (laughs) yes please here you go (laughs) um i actually went to school for something completely different for massage uh other than massage therapy when i first started i went to Sheridan college for tourism um and i did that and i actually got a job at a really high-end luxury tour business what
0: is a tourism program like i have no clue
2: i don't what it would be like nowadays considering the fact that everybody can do a lot of things online back when i did it it was in the early when did i go 2005 2006 so it was a lot of still like agents working to book your trips um booking your airfare and stuff like that because it wasn't as common as it is nowadays for people to do it online Mm -hmm. um but let's just be honest it (laughs) I, I did get a job in a high-end tour um uh, high-end luxury tour industry. Okay. Um, and I got a job in something that I never went to school for. I actually worked with an accountant helping him out. So I was like, I don't I'm not very good at math. <laughs> so this might not be the job for me. But I ended up sitting in front of a desk and a computer. And it was like this soul-sucking job. And I remember coming to work one day, sitting in front of my computer, firing it up and just thinking, I fucking hate my life. I How long my did life. you do it for? I did it for a year. Um, and that's only because halfway through my work, I realized I how much I hate in my life that mm-hmm. I was like, no, I need to make a change. If I need, like, if I want some sort of sanity, I need a change, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't even know how it came up. I think I was watching TV and I saw an ad somewhere. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean massage therapy? This is a job, right? I don't know. This was a career. It wasn't my first choice ever. I knew I kind of wanted to get into healthcare. Even in high school, kind of knew. That's another story. So I knew I wanted to kind of get into healthcare, but I never wanted to go to med school because I didn't want to dedicate 10 years of my life, right? Mm. So that's why I even decided to go to private school and do it for two years instead of three years. You sound wanted-
1: exactly like me. I When I was in... In high school, my parents were very pushy. They wanted me to do something like a lawyer or a doctor or whatever. Are like you sure the typical- your parents
2: weren't South Asian? <laughs> it sounds like South Asian parents, no, it right was, there.
1: It was the fact that, and I, now I, in in my thirties, I can admit it. I I was very. I was a very good student. I got very good grades. Like my potential was there to do these things. And I would say to them, like, there's no part of me that wants to go to school for ten right. years. Right. There's no part of me that wants to have a job where I'm stressed all the time and working all the time and it's just it's not what I want that was very disappointing to them because they were like oh we have this like super yeah. intelligent child and I was like yeah I'm gonna go massage people <laughs> and they did not know that was a thing like literally yeah. my my mother's brother when he found out that I was in school for massage therapy is like isn't that like a sex trade thing I
2: was like oh, oh my <laughs> god my brother yeah, said the same thing to, to me
1: your brother <laughs> said that
2: to my you? brother said the same thing to me I'm like if you ever say this to me again I I will punch you but he said the same thing but now he's come around to it and he knows what I do I work with physios it's all legit
3: mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's all a Oh boy.
2: But yeah, no, I mean, but you know what? Back in the back when I was going to school, it wasn't ever considered an option because nobody ever even talks about it in you high see, school, like right?
0: so weird because it's all where you go to school. Like we did uh with Parker, Christine Parker. Yeah. We we went out to Waterloo and we did we did a podcast recording there with uh she does photography, she she's an athlete, all the rest of it. She's really interesting. And she went to massage therapy like almost straight Straight out of high school school. she got introduced to it in high school as part of her gym class
1: and that's what i said to her i said exactly what you did i was like this would have never been a thought Mm -mm. that crossed my mind and that's not because it wasn't
0: it was been a therapist for like 20 years oh yeah oh yeah she's
1: she's way ahead of us you and i have been practicing about the same amount of time i just hit my nine-year mark like this week okay and you're getting there yeah so um yeah and i know that when i was in high school I never thought about it. It was not like I mean, I had heard of physiotherapy. Massage therapy is not something I knew anything about. The only thing I knew about massage, since we talk about it all the time, was I, I was a huge friends fan. So <laughs> oh, I, Phoebe. <laughs> and you know what's hilarious is my best friend in high school used to always call me Phoebe just because right. I was like ditzy and flaky and a little bit insane. Mm-hmm. And she would actually call me Phoebe. Right. And then years later I became a massage therapist and I was Very- like, I feel like this <laughs> is your fault. Destiny fulfilling. <laughs> <laughs> she put it in the universe and okay. this
2: is what happened. So I'm assuming high schools now introduce people to different I
0: have no clue. I, I still I don't I, I still don't see that happening to be honest with you. I
2: don't know.
3: I don't know. Like now with the
1: specialist just- high skills major program, like Mark went to a high school and taught them athletic taping. And now, yes, this is more for athletic therapy, but I think it's getting people thinking about careers that we didn't think of. Right. When I went to high school, even though like I'm not that old, but it was still the time where it was like, Okay, you're gonna be an accountant or a doctor or a lawyer or a veterinarian or a teacher like you know what I mean the very like well-known basic professions you didn't think about all the things that all of the possibilities like I say to Mark it fascinates me what people do for work right because things that I didn't even consider were a job but of course it's a job. There's a job for everything. Like somebody or even does just everything, a trade,
2: right? Or even like trade jobs. Nobody even talks about those in high school. I don't know. Maybe they do nowadays. I bet you because... they do now. Trades are where it's at, man.
1: Yeah, because yeah,
0: before, like when I was in high school, trades were for like the dopey kids. Well, yes, right? and, yes. And that's they exactly would send, what it They came would across. send you. They would send you to like you wouldn't even go to like a regular high school. No, you would it was go like a vocational a, a tr- high school. A vocational exactly. high school. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. But if you went to a vocational high school, it was because there was something wrong with you because you couldn't hack it in a real high school. I was like. Mm. Okay, That's true. I don't know about The, but you the know- academic
1: classes were were not for certain people yeah. and they always did kind of push them into trades. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah but do you know how much mechanics or sorry um Plumbers and plumbers, electricians, electricians welders. Oh. Like
1: these H5. guys are making a freaking figures. killing. Yeah. yeah.
2: They're if, laughing at all of us now. If this of
1: massage course, therapy because
0: doesn't work. The world will always need training. And the world will always need healthcare. Yeah. Yeah. Like those are the those, two yeah. big things that you if you get into it, you're gold.
1: Well, I'm gonna push my kids to become uh YouTube influencers <laughs>
2: <laughs> Oh my god, but do you know how much they make if they, they actually
1: get money. a lot of hits? I know a family I'm when I say I know, um, I know through a person. So the place that my kids do gymnastics, that gym, there's a family that goes there and the entire family, they have a YouTube channel with over, I think it's like one and a half million subscribers that's how they pay for their life the entire family are youtube stars and they all have nice brand new cars they bought their house like cash straight up like i'm just gonna buy a house they don't have a mortgage
2: are you kidding me and it's all from
1: youtube and it's
0: all from youtube i wonder if those kids are gonna grow up to be any fucking thing normal or do you think they're just gonna be so such a fucking spaced out not uh, not understanding how the real world makes money
2: their normal is completely different from what our normal well, is, yeah. right? Well, yeah. It depends on how the parents like handle
1: it. Like what happens it. when
0: this all comes to an end, yeah. their YouTube channel, and now they're 16 years old and they haven't put any energy into anything else.
1: Hopefully, they Well, have and a that's good why savings. I'm saying it's how <laughs> the parents handle it. Like hopefully the parents are still making sure that education is important and they're still making them understand really? that work ethic makes a difference.
2: Really? Do you really think the parents are like, go to school and educate themselves? I don't well, know. I'm like, not going to automatically assume that they're
0: horrible horrible
1: people just because they made millions
2: off Listen, of Listen, if my kids are making millions of dollars, you're not going to school. You're working. Just saying. Yeah.
0: Right? It almost feels like they're exploiting their kids a little bit. Yeah. Well, they are exploiting their
2: kids. It's <laughs> not, not that like, I have any kids. I mean,
1: <laughs> I... It's i don't I don't want to judge them. I don't know them. I only know of them we're because just throwing our different kids ideas. go to the same gym. But no one's judging. they are exploiting them in the sense that their kids. Their kids are just doing what their parents say. Yeah. It's you know, I'm hoping again that they would be responsible enough that if their kids were like, I don't want to do this, I don't like this. But according to the owners of the gym, these kids are these kids are performers. Like, right. they love it. They love the attention. Well,
0: then maybe and, this is something they're just meant to do. Exactly. I yeah. think
1: some people are. Um, our oldest daughter, I don't even think I've told Mark this yet. we will learn it on you air. You did tell me. Oh, did, tell I did. Me. Okay. She approached me saying that she wants to be on TV. What? And I said, like, do you want to be in a commercial? Mm-hmm. She was like, yeah, I want to do that. So I have a client whose son has done a couple of commercials. And she's met him because I, I had to do Take Your Kid to Work Day a mm-hmm. few times. And so uh, my client would bring her son in. I would bring my daughter in and they would play while I I treated the client. And so one time his commercial came on. He was in like a Hudson Bay commercial. And I said to our daughter, like, do you recognize that boy? And so I told her who it was, and from then she's been like fixated. Like I want to be on TV.
2: He was on TV. I want to be on TV. So okay. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. But sometimes you get better education in life than you could do from school, anyway. In my opinion, but it is true. And I feel like you would be on board with that idea.
0: I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. I'm not gonna lie. Macaulay Culkin doesn't seem like the most put together kid. Oh no. He's well, actually, not he he, up. he seems like a a normal adult now, but. He had a fucked up childhood, man. Yeah,
2: he probably had a messy childhood.
1: Yeah. yeah, Justin
0: Bieber doesn't seem too fucking normal. Nope. I mean, who in showbiz or you know, anything, anything? As a child in growing there?
2: up in showbiz, it puts a lot of pressure on you, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. just showbiz, up in showbiz in general yeah. with everything that happens with media telling you how to look and how to act and how to behave. You always have these yes people around and nobody's saying no. Yeah, it's, it's a stupid it's fucking really, idea. Really you shouldn't do it. Like
0: I was listening to Kevin's. Are you guys familiar with Kevin Smith? The guy who mm-hmm. wrote... Yep. Yeah, okay. Kevin Smith used to do this tour that he does uh, an evening with kevin smith and he was telling a story about how prince asked him to like create a documentary or film a documentary for him and prince's people were telling him like you don't understand like prince doesn't understand how the world really operates Mm -hmm. prince will come to you at three o'clock in the morning saying i need a llama and he doesn't realize like I can't just get you a llama at three o'clock in the morning. One, I probably just can't get you a llama. Period. <laughs> and it's three o'clock in the morning, and he wouldn't comprehend like why that's not fucking possible because he can just have anything yeah. he wants at any time in like his that's, world. That's his normal. That's that's fucking funny money, right? Yeah. And it just you just have no clue how the rest of the world operates. Like I had a client, and that's it's not Prince money at all, but. She had no idea. Like she'd be like, uh, "This is when I was doing personal training. Why don't you? uh, I'm going down to Miami. Why don't you come down to Miami for a weekend? You can train me, you know, once a day, and then the rest of the time you can go mess around." I'm thinking myself. I can't afford just to take off work. Yeah, and like this, this, like, this doesn't work like that. She's like, "Well, just just come. Don't worry about it." And I'm like,
1: "How much you gonna pay How much you gonna pay me to come on vacation with yeah. you? Then we'll talk." Like
0: it's just it's just like no clue how how the rest of the world operates.
2: Yeah, no, I have to budget everything. So sorry, I can't take time off of work. Oh yeah. so no, it's
0: very fucking strange, man. But yeah. that's funny money. I wonder what would you do if you had funny money like that. Like I'm talking like Will Smith money. What would you do if you had Will Smith? Money is never a thought for you. You don't have to worry because like I, I can see how like an actor who makes like a couple really good movies, they're always kind of worried because you got your big payday, but then you also have all these really expensive things to pay for, which is your new life, and then you just don't know if and when you're going to get another big payday like that. So you're always kind of worried. But Will Smith's had so many fucking, you know, big time hits. The guy's just rolling in fucking dough. He never has to worry about money for the rest of his life. What do you do when you have Will Smith money?
1: Who's going first? You go first. I'm still thinking about this. Well, it's almost impossible to say, like, what your mentality would be in that moment. But being that I'm already, you know, closer to 40 than I am to 30, and I grew up, like l- lower middle class my entire life, you know, like for the first twelve years of my life, I legitimately lived across the street from a crack house. Like I'm not saying that to be like it's it's not sarcasm. I legitimately right. lived across the street from a crack house. We were not allowed to go outside in the front to play. Like I lived in a very ghetto neighborhood in a place that my parents rented that we you know that we could afford, and you know, shared a room with my sister it was, you know, a small little house in the ghetto. And then when I was 12, they finally had enough money to buy a house, um, much smaller than the ghetto one we were renting, but at least it was in a nice neighborhood. <laughs> and again, shared a room with my younger sister until I was 13, when my dad then built me a tiny room in the basement of the house because I just needed my own space. Like, I grew up with literally no money. We never went on vacations. Like when I was in high school, I got a job. The minute it was like legal for me to work, I got a job so that I could buy myself nice things. So I always had like name brand clothes and name brand shoes, but it's because I was just spending my money from my part-time job.
2: I feel like we have parallel lives here. Right? Yeah. I mean, like the crack house.
1: Well, yeah. Okay. The crack house is a little bit unique, (laughs) but you're was didn't, a whorehouse,
0: a broth. I feel
1: like ours I was a combination of I can neither confirm nor deny that <laughs>
0: statement.
1: But yeah, like, I mean, I grew up with essentially nothing. And, you know, I my parents, they were, they were really good uh, savers and planners mm-hmm. and whatever. And so when it was time for me to go to university, they said, if you stay here in Toronto and go to school, we can most likely pay your tuition and, you know, you'll be fine. But I wanted to go away. And they said, if you go away... This is how much we can give you. Like they told me, I figure, this is what we can give you. Do you remember what it was? The rest is on your own. I do remember. But my mother is the type of person that wouldn't want me broadcasting this. So I'll respect her even though she'll never listen. Because today's her 60th birthday. Oh, happy she might birthday, not want mama. me broadcasting that either. Happy birthday, mama. Um, <laughs> well,
0: if she didn't want you broadcasting that.
1: She told me okay. that they could give me anywhere between ten dollars and $15,000. Okay. And that's enough. It, like if you go away, that's enough for one year. Yeah. That's it. So I mean, at that time, it's probably way more now. Mm -hmm. And so that would have been enough for one year between my tuition, my books, my living expenses, etc. She said, if you go away, you're going to have to figure out how you get the rest of the money. So there I am, like applying for scholarships, applying for bursaries, applying for loans. I I managed to get the money. I worked all through university, though. And I went to a school with a lot of rich kids. Mm -hmm. So I was the only one of all my friends that worked, you know, they'd all be getting ready to go out and party on Friday night. And I'm like, I'm off to work. Like, I just I worked all through university to pay for all of my stuff. So being that I've had to budget and struggle financially my entire life, I can't imagine... That I would be absolutely crazy and frivolous and like, let's buy the biggest, man. I don't think I would want that because I would never want to go back to right. having to worry about money all yeah. the time. Yeah, You know, like I, I think that, but then again, you hear of these people who are poorer than I am, who win the lottery oh, and yeah. blow it all in like the first year. Yeah. yeah. And then
2: broke by the next year. Yeah. Exactly. 10%.
1: Because you've never had money before. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's impossible to say, but I think like being that I'm older and wiser now. I think I would try to make that money last and make sure my kids were taken care of because I wouldn't want my kids to have to struggle right. to pay for school and to pay for everything. And I mean, not that my parents wanted it. They would have paid for my school. I was the asshole that decided to go away.
3: Right.
2: Mm. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Even if you have funny money or win the lottery, I mean, you can still invest that and live off the principal, right? So depending on how much you win, you invest it and you're getting... S- something else back like you can live off the interest right mm-hmm. sorry i said the principal but you live off the interest not the principal <laughs> um but you can still do a lot i mean i didn't come from middle class i come from like a low income and i'm talking about like low income did you live across from the crack house <laughs> no i did not <laughs> no but you know what in my my neighborhood was really nice i mean my dad was this is in Browntown. yes yeah. and i can say that <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I come from a really low-income sort of family. Um. We went to our schools and stuff like that where you got zoned in for. Um. We never did any extracurricular activities. We never had hockey, gymnastics, stuff like mm-hmm. that because my parents could never afford it. So, I mean, I understand coming from a situation where you don't have money, so you don't know what you would do. But I'm. I think I'm... I think I like to think that I would probably invest it. Yeah. Yes, I would like to have some nice stuff. I'd like to afford a fucking house in Brampton, maybe, <laughs> um, which is not even a dream at this point. It's completely out of my mind. I'm like, are you no, single, Nina? I am single. Yeah. Hello, See, the, hello, gentlemen. <laughs> um, that or ladies, have is... you got buddy? <laughs>
1: and you said you weren't interesting i I will switch no problem
0: that's all it takes yeah i guess you
3: know what i guess i shouldn't i guess i shouldn't
1: have automatically assumed you were into men we've never had that conversation That's all it takes
2: i don't know if you want to have that conversation (laughs) i don't know but i'm just saying if you got the money if you got the bank account come on (laughs) have have you been with a girl before no but am I saying important? No. Okay. Okay. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying. You guys remember that TLC song, No Scrubs? Like, come on. Right. It just it doesn't apply just to guys. Hello. If you've got the money, 100. But hello,
1: men See, is men and the ladies. issue, though, is that the GTA has become oh, so gosh. expensive that young single professionals, even the ones who do all right, like you have a and career, I do all well, right. That's the thing. I'm not You have a career. Poor you by make any money. Means. Yeah. But. A single
2: person cannot no. even afford a down no. payment anymore. Townhomes right now in my neighborhood go are going for 550 to 600,000. Townhomes. Yeah. That's townhomes. Mm-hmm. That's condos town in this neighborhood are going for that. Yeah. It's like
0: even, I can't not imagine not even big that. We're talking like studios. Like yeah. little
2: shoeboxes. Yeah. I can't imagine spending that kind of money on something that's overvalued in my opinion. Mm. Yeah. And I don't I don't know. I just Right now, I can't afford anything. But yeah, if I had funny money, I'd like to afford a fucking house that I can actually live in. Um, But yeah, I mean, I like to be able to take care of my family. I like to go on a vacation because I haven't been on one. So like, I don't know. It'd be nice to do nicer things. I don't know. But I think that I would still want to work. Because I need to get out of the house. I go to work to get out of the house. And now that we have this whole week off from the clinic, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. (laughs) I'm going to be listening to a lot of this podcast. So, yeah. I agree with you that if I had funny money,
1: I would definitely take a portion of it. Again, just to have the security. I would invest it to make sure that, you know what, everything that we're going to need is there. And then, like you said, you just live yeah. off the interest, and just
0: I don't. You can still want to worry really, about
1: it. Yeah, you can still have really nice stuff. Yeah. you can still have a nice house. You so, can still like, no nice
0: one's car. buying a supercar.
1: Oh well, that's just because it depreciates. I just
0: assumed my husband would. No, I'm not a supercar kind of guy. But
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> you'll might... have you'll have 17
0: motorcycles. No, no, no. I actually don't even think, and I've said this before. I don't think I would change much of yeah. what I do. Period.
2: I don't know. If I buy things, I want to buy things that appreciate and not depreciate.
0: So yeah, I, I would take on the up, lazy. You grew route, up
2: though. pretty modest as well, though. Even though
1: like your parents had a good income they're modest type of people like i mean they have a nice house but it's not like insane they mm. went on vacations but like they're not i don't feel like they're frivolous they're no, they're, they're not. savers live yeah, like so. warren
2: buffett he still lives in that same house he grew up in right yeah. he still dresses
0: we were watching quote. Billie, Billie Eilish. Eilish. She still lives oh, at fucking she home. She lives yeah. at
2: home in like her
1: childhood home. Yeah.
0: her bedroom is smaller than this room right here. Yeah, and it's it's kind of trippy. But
1: it's well, nice to keep it. She's flatter. trying to stay humble. It's roots. Yeah.
0: You, yeah. think, you think that'll change, though?
1: I mean, she's, like, one of the biggest stars in the entire world and won, like, 7,000 Grammys, so it might. It
3: or doesn't.
2: maybe she realizes what happens to kids in the industry and how fucked up they get later on in life, and maybe she doesn't want to go that route. I don't know. She seems different. So. Well, she does seem different. And by the looks
1: of it, again, it, it's only what we saw on James Gordon, but <laughs> I feel like she has really good parents. I feel yeah. like her parents, like, make sure, like, they are super supportive of her music because they can see she's obviously talented, but... But I feel like, you know, they still view her as a 16 year old or set. How old is that kid? 16, 17? Oh, she's a kid. Uh,
2: she's a teenager, I yeah.
1: think. Yeah.
0: Would you be supportive of your kids when you have kids? Would you be supportive of your kids if they came up to you and be like, yeah, I want to get into the music industry? Even if you see they have some talent.
2: Well, I don't have kids, so I can't. I not, nor And I don't even want kids. I'm just that kind of person that I don't really enjoy kids enough that you want them. I have a niece and nephew whom I adore. Mm. If they ever came up to me, I don't know. I'm the fun aunt. I might enjoy I might encourage them. Who knows? Yeah,
0: I'm. I, I, well, being the fun end, that's your job,
2: right? To, I don't know, but I mean, that. if they have some legit talent, I'd be like, yeah, okay, sure, pursue it, but have a plan B. Seeing as you know people in the music industry, what are your thoughts if one of
1: our kids actually showed some talent? And don't make a joke about how they have no talent. I already know that I'm their mother.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, musically, they have no talent, but...
2: Well, one of them wants to go into showbiz, so... How do you feel?
0: I don't know. I really don't know how I feel, because...
2: (laughs) Yeah, but is this, like, a legit thing that your kid wants to get into, or is it just, like, a passing thought? But
0: you don't... She never has passing thoughts.
2: That's what, like... That's what freaks me out. So you
1: know how um parents, well, I don't know, like you said, you have no kids, but I'm sure your niece and nephew do this. Parents say all the time like, oh, what my kid likes this week, they don't like next week. And mm-hmm. I mean, when with babies, I think that's true. But my daughter, she will tell me in January what she wants to be for Halloween. And I'm telling you, in October, she's like, did you get my Tinkerbell costume yet? Okay. Like, she is so set when she decides something that... It's making me think there might be something to this, you know, okay, that she wants. Okay. And I've said to her, you know, like, would you be comfortable with cameras pointed at you and you have to perform like you can't get shy? She's like, yeah, yeah, I can do it.
2: So I don't know. I don't know. Have you guys put her in like uh, programs for performing arts or something? See how. No, this is that? all very new. Oh, OK. Like, okay. I mean, she's
1: only she'll be six this summer. She's little. This is all very new. She just recently started talking about being on
2: TV. That's some determination for a six-year-old. Good for her.
0: Yeah, but I think that's also when that, that bug starts. So would I support that? I think I would. I think I would support it more so than a lot of other parents would just because I kind of recognize like if it's going to happen, it's, it's, it's probably something that happens really young.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I'll support something like I would never but, tell her like, one no, those, you can't do it. Those things, do it. But
0: when I say, that's what I mean by saying support it more than other people would. Cause those are the types of things that I feel like you can't go half assed at it. You have to, you have to go 100% at it. Yeah, And if you don't, then you're not going to make it where you need to, where you're hoping to make it. Now
2: like your whole focus has to be exactly. in it. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Like I was listening to, I can't remember what interview with, uh what's her name from that 70s show? Uh Kelso's girlfriend. What's her real name?
1: Mila Kunis.
0: Yes. So her family ended up from where? Russia in the she's States. Russian, yeah. Right? And so she's in high school mm-hmm. or elementary school in the States. Like oddball kid, doesn't speak English and she's expressing to her, her mother, like I really, I really, really want to get into acting and her mother essentially gave her every fucking bit of money that they had to send her to acting lessons. Like, like I think her story is like, we had $900. My family had $900 to and their And acting
1: name. lessons were like $700. Exactly. Like it was something ridiculous. And her
0: mom and her dad was like, if this is something you really want to do, and you think you got a chance at doing this, then yes, we'll pay for lessons.
2: That is some support. Can you imagine if she turned turn around next to me and be like, nope, don't want to do this anymore.
0: Yeah. Well, but, but that's,
1: that's what the, I mean. That's like, the same as like uh, Billie Eilish's parents. As I was saying, um, she said that her mother never enforced a curfew or bedtime if she was working on music Mm -hmm. so like if her if it was you know getting late and it was like time to and she said no we're working on a song
2: okay but i think you have to recognize that in your child to know that they have well yeah this is this is who you are what they want
0: that's it like I i have a really good friend who does a lot of music producing um he writes a lot of stuff he's the guy I used to play with and we used to play we're in high school and we used to we used to practice in his house at like two, three o'clock in the morning, full volume in the basement. It was so low. And like the, the neighbors would complain daily. And his mother's like, this is what he does. Like, right. this is his life. He is a musician. And I'm going to let him do this. Yeah, it's crazy.
2: Yeah. I don't know. Are there signs that you see in your child to recognize, hey, this person actually has talent that I, you should I, pursue I, this? I don't I know. know. That's,
0: that's what I'm saying. Like, I I, I don't know. How I, do you know that? I don't think you can.
2: What happens if your kid turns around the next month and says, you know, I don't want to do this. I want to play hockey now or I want to do gymnastics or dance or something else like that's yeah, a I lot th- of money. I
0: think it's got to be one of those things that, that this is all this is all your kid does. Like they live and breathe this one fucking thing. Thing. Their dedication to right. it is insane. Without without being pushed into it, all they they they're self motivated with it. I think that's when you're like, mm, there might be something here. This is beyond just an right. obsession or a hobby for the moment. Mm-hmm. What do I know? Not you much.
3: just do a
2: podcast.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> <laughs> I
2: quoting moment. things yeah. that I've heard. I don't know. I'm
0: like <laughs> obsessed is? with
1: your podcast, though. So. <laughs> well, then let's let's do let's some of massage? the <laughs> unprofessional hour <laughs> format. Then, I mean, you've been in massage therapy for long enough to have some stories. So let's start with some of the basics like off the top of your head is there a particular event that sticks out to you as just being a memorable massage moment of any sort like something that you'll never forget which is what memorable means way to be redundant Amanda
2: (laughs) I don't know I think everybody after a certain point has like that odd person that comes in or the one person that tries to expose themselves or I don't know the one that farts while you're working on their hamstrings i don't know um (laughs) that that has happened you're working the fucking hamstring that the person just lets it i mean i mean it's (laughs) natural i don't i don't have any issues with it i don't ever bring it up to try to embarrass them but come on dude like i'm like right on your fucking hamstring like i'm close to your ass like why did you have to let it go now
0: totally get that right
2: um (laughs) own your farts uh, what I, farts. Have you ever had a client who has Owned their farts? <laughs> uh, yeah I've had a Senior lady uh like bring it up Before to me and she's like you know what whenever you're Working on my back like this happens I'm like okay Well obviously I mean your GI tract is right there So I cannot just stimulate some of that stuff So she'll be like well I'm really sorry if it happens I mean it's it's just What it is I'm like hey lady just Own it. I like, feel
0: like it's only old people that own their Farts. Do
2: they? In, in, oh In a clinical no.
0: Setting. In a clinical setting.
2: You know what I think that's so that that's got some truth to it because yeah. it's only been older people that have
1: actually yeah. it's like
0: said like yo just just let one rip.
2: <laughs> no,
1: yeah. I I know if a well I guess I don't know. Uh, are we considered young, Nina?
2: Are we young? No, well I'm thirty four, so no, young, you're not enough. young. younger you're than not both of you. Okay, fine. We're <laughs> not young.
0: Twenty-somethings are young. There is you're
2: a young. client. Some things are immature.
1: Okay? There's a
3: client yeah,
0: which who's probably young. younger
1: yeah. than I am, but probably at least 30, I don't know for sure, but probably at least 30, but younger than I am. And she has no problem saying like, I have IBS, This Mm. might happen Okay So it's not all old But yeah I I say majority of my clients Who own their farts I got quite a few Who own their farts actually Yeah Like they just come out And tell me like Oh I just farted I'm sorry I'm like oh cool (laughs) Um, (laughs) But don't do it while I'm working your hamstrings Or glutes These walls are paper thin Most amazing thing Happened (laughs) recently I was in here Doing my write up Waiting for the client To like get off So I you know I went and washed my hands I came back So I just sat down I'm about to start Doing the write up And I'm waiting for the client To get dressed And all of a sudden I hear the loud fart between the walls and i was like <laughs> i literally wanted to yell back like good one because i mean
2: <laughs> come on let's just say like <laughs> <laughs> toilet humor is I, I don't know in my opinion it's like the best humor i've gone to the mall i where was that eaton center i believe it was and uh, obviously i obviously had to go to the bathroom and there was uh somebody in the next stall next to me and <laughs> She's like, I don't know if she, if she had something to eat or if she was sick, but she kept all like, <laughs> <laughs> she can't even say it. <laughs> she kept crapping, but it was almost like she wanted to apologize for the noises she was making. And I think she had like some body act spray or something. And every time she would take a crap, she would spray. <laughs> and she'd be like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and she would spray every time she would take a dump. And I'm just like, dude, just do it and get out. But I think she must have had something to eat or she must have been sick. I don't know what to what? I feel
0: like women are so much worse with that than men are. Well, well, I don't know just... why. I feel like women in the washroom is just a way more disgusting adventure. Oh, no, than women just are
2: disgusting in general in the bathroom. If you ever go to a female's bathroom, it's
0: fucking I, I haven't been to many.
2: <laughs> <laughs> to many? <laughs> many. <laughs> what constitutes as many? You know what? You just made me think about,
1: do you know what the waiting game is? No. Okay. My friends and I always used to use that term. You know, when you go into a bathroom, like a public bathroom, and there's the stalls, and there's somebody in there, you see the feet... And they're just silent and they're silent because, no you know, again. you know okay. that they need to shit or fart, but they're waiting for you to walk out. So you're just like in there doing whatever you're doing. And then the minute you walk out, like if you were to stand by that door, I guarantee you'd hear something. So the next time this is what okay. you need to do.
0: You need to just open the door and close it, but just stay in there. to no, and, and see what happens. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, my friends and I, because, okay, That's so I went to I only way to, to test if this to Western game is real. And we had shared facilities. So I think there was three bathroom stalls on a floor. And I mean, you get to know all the, mm-hmm. all of your neighbors, right? You get to know everybody on your floor. Obviously, you're sharing bathrooms, right. you're sharing showers. And I can't tell you the number of times that there would be, you know, a couple of girls in the bathroom and that you'd see feet under the stall, but you don't hear anything. There's no peeing. like Nothing's happening. They're just sitting there. And you just know it's because the bathroom's crowded and they don't want to <laughs> make the sounds until everybody gets out.
0: See, that's torture. I would never want to fucking live like that. You, you live- live like that at university that's fucking crazy you can't even shit properly <laughs> i have no shame i was okay
2: Although, i don't know if you guys have seen the movie harold and kumar where the
1: twin sister yeah. <laughs> the
0: that shits. scene fucking grosses me out
1: honestly
3: i'm not bad. gonna
1: lie i don't get grossed out by a lot but yeah that's, that's a little shits. too much for me yeah. that, i mean yeah, i've got friends bad. that i'm super close with and i you know i would have no shame in telling them a lot of things.
0: If, I if don't those,
1: think we would go and shit together.
0: If those no, just two, I'm not going to go shit with you. <laughs> if those Sorry. two were not in that movie, that movie would ended so differently cuz what happened, they dropped the weed in the fucking toilet when they heard that and they ran out and then they're on this big quest to, anyway. That movie True, would that movie would have been so different. Yeah, if, because if they, they hadn't if dropped those two the weed
1: or it's a movie guys and the writers would have found another reason that saying. they lost their weed. I don't
2: I'm know. I don't know. That movie that that made that movie though, in my opinion. So oh, yeah, totally Humor for me is pretty funny. so <laughs> My kids would like you.
1: If you can't yeah.
0: laugh at a fart, something's wrong with you. That's my rule. I
1: never get upset if a client lets out a fart yeah. in treatment. Because again, one, a lot of times they're very relaxed. You're pushing on their low back. Yeah. So if somebody just had a meal and you're pushing on their stomach, like what do we expect? Right? Um, I can say if at all possible, though, clients, please, 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 don't do it while we're working on your hamstrings. Yeah, like Nina said, do you ever it's just see it unfriendly. coming?
0: Do you ever know it's coming? Like the, they they, clenched, the, they yeah. got the ass clench going on. I have seen like, an ass
2: one hundred percent.
1: I'll
0: step out of the room, just let it out. Kind of like, <laughs>
2: Although that happened to me, but I didn't know Remember it was going to happen. No, <laughs> no, but I I don't know if the guy had some like GI issue happening because he kept letting them out. I don't know if it was like. Of one long one if they were just like I, I don't know I don't know but I think uh, he must have had some GI issues because it was it stank it stank so bad I had to pull out that Febreze and spray it on the whole fucking room I was doing one of those like turtleneck things where you kind of like stick your nose in your shirt I was doing one of those every few seconds uh, I was just like oh. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. That was a bad one. Other than that, I don't care if people fart. I'm like, whatever. Just don't fart fart in front of my face, right? Mm. Like, don't fart on my face. I'm good. Just don't
3: fart on my face. Yeah,
2: we're good. (laughs) If you're supine, I'm working your neck, go ahead, right? But I don't, I just, I never bring it up because I don't want somebody to be embarrassed. No, for
1: sure. I don't like to embarrass people. I did have a woman who, similar to what you said, who told me like, you know, for some reason, every time you're working on this area... I yeah. I feel the need to fart, right. and I was like, okay, cool. I'm like, if that happens, you can just let me know. I'll steer clear. Go ahead, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> <I'll pull out laughs> did it's she
0: ever? Did after. she ever tell you then? Since you said that, yeah,
1: she would literally tell me, or like sometimes you guys should just develop
0: would. a hand signal. Well, like, sometimes like this means, it, like, it like, a would, fart. it would,
1: I think, <laughs> slip out without her knowledge, and she would literally turn her head to the side to see where I was standing, and she'd go, "I'm so sorry, Amanda," and then put her head back.
0: <laughs> I don't think I've ever farted and not known I farted. Like, slipped out without my knowledge.
1: Not without your knowledge, but oh, okay. like, you didn't mean to let it out. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, I got you, guys. I So, like, a couple times that happened. It's like, I got, just... I got
0: better sphincter control than that. <laughs> and it comes away, and I didn't for even now. know it went out for, for now. now. That's true. Do. While I'm still semi young. So, now.
2: aside from the farts, I can't believe we just talked about <laughs> toilet even for like how long? Uh, now? 20
3: minutes or so.
1: <laughs> I was trying to end it, guys. Read Sorry. the room. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Aside from the farts,
1: any other like ridiculous stories or like funny clients that you can think of, obviously, without divulging their confidential information?
2: Funny? I get like weird. I mean, there's always that one person who comes in for like an hour and a half. Oh, so I had this one patient who came in for an hour and a half and he always wants to do an hour and a half until I'm like, okay, I don't do 90 minute treatments anymore. He would always come in and say, I want 45 minutes on my back, 45 minutes on my neck. I was like, "Motherfucker, forty five minutes on your neck. I can't do forty five minutes. I am a tiny girl with tiny hands. I cannot do forty five minutes on your <laughs> neck, right?" But then the thing would always be that he would come in the next time and be like, "Yeah, you know what? My neck was really sore after last treatment." I'm like, "Yeah, no <laughs> shit. You got me to work for forty five minutes on your fucking neck. What did you think was going to happen, right?" Did you
1: ever try having like a rational conversation with this guy? Like, this is not. The way that this is supposed to happen. No, no,
2: no. You you can't. But it's like no. I'm paying you for ninety minutes. I want forty five minutes on my back, and I want forty five minutes on my neck.
3: And it's I'm just so... like, this sir, is yes, just... sir. Holy <laughs> yeah, shit, right? sir, yes,
2: sir. But uh, yeah, and then he would always come in the next time, and be like, yeah, you know what? Well, my neck was really sore after that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay. Tell me, tell me something I don't know. I told you this is gonna happen. but See, that forever.
0: sucks. Hey, eh? that's 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 like I don't mind feeling like we were service. I don't want to feel like your servant. Right. You know, yeah, there's a big really fucking point. difference. Yeah. I, I don't want to feel like I'm I'm just here to do what you can't or what you don't want to do for yourself.
1: Yeah. I had a colleague that once said that it bothered her, the people who treated massage therapy like a buffet menu. Right. Like, I'd like this. I'd like this. I'd yeah, like this. Is this is not
2: fucking a la carte over here. Okay. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's
1: like, okay, how about we talk about what your concern right. is and you and I can decide on the best type of treatment. But this, I want this. I want this. Do this do this it does. It makes you feel like a servant
0: although I'm not going to lie though because I'm a therapist and when I go for therapy I really don't want to leave it in the hands of somebody else but I always do I always do but I really don't want to I really want to be like this is what I want you to do and I would do it to myself but I just fucking can't
2: I think it depends on the kind of maybe clinic or spa you go to I think if you go to a spa then I don't know. I think you expect like a gentler treatment. So it's okay to work for 45 minutes. But when you come to a rehab clinic, it's like, well, I'm working on specific things, trigger points, I don't know, giving you more range of motion So 45 minutes on a neck is not appropriate. And most of the time when people come in and they're like, yeah, I just wanted you to work on my gastroc muscle. Well, even a half an hour on one leg is not the best. I'd be doing 20 minutes of
0: stretching. (laughs) You know what, I don't mind doing that so much because I've had someone come in for this and she, she went on like some sort of charity walk from Toronto to Niagara Falls. Yeah. And so, it took her like days to walk there and so when she came back, she's like, can you just like, I really would love an hour and a half just on my legs. And, and you I was can like, do
1: that when you, it's something like that, when they've come off of this long well, block. Yes, but at the end of you're the day, not being super aggressive. at
0: the end of the day, it's just like, all I did was just strip the shit out of every single muscle that was there. And I, I was like, you know, what, I would probably really like this right now. Like if I was like if it was switched, I, I mean, I would love I that just to have this repetitive an over treatment. and over and over on this one structure over and over and I've over. I've
1: definitely done that on you. Not an hour and a half, but I've definitely done an hour treatment just on your legs. Yeah. Because that's all Mark ever wants is his legs. Because mm-hmm. so, they're the
0: only things that really fucking hurt. Yeah.
1: So I I will do full one hour treatments just on his legs. That's fine. Um I can definitely do 45 minutes on the neck.
0: But at the time when she came in, I was like, oh, this is going to be torture. And then actually when I started doing it, I'm like, it's just so mindless and repetitive. It didn't be, it wasn't torture at all. Like I just kind of zoned into my music and how the tissue's feeling, but you know eventually it's just all about the music and just doing this one thing over and, over and over and I didn't find it that bad at all actually
2: yeah I suppose if the person actually has some legitimate complaints but if somebody yeah. just sits at their desk well, all day and does nothing and that's
0: the other like, part of it right it's, it's if, if you come in and you're making me feel like the servant in that time yeah. and then I'm like then I got my back up against the wall automatically you know what I mean so I might be doing the exact same thing that I'm willingly doing for somebody else and enjoying doing it for somebody else but just because your fucking attitude right now yeah. I don't want to do any of this
2: demanding thing, no, this is what I want and this is what you're gonna give me. It's like
0: Like, I used to have I used to have this patient, she was so fucking she was such a pain in the ass and I don't know why she was a pain in the ass. She just thought she was everything great about herself. She would come in for a thirty minute full body treatment. (laughs) 30 minutes and, and when i expressed her like this is kind of ridiculous yeah. like you like you're gonna I'm, I'm touching parts of your body for two seconds yeah. there's no real kind of therapeutic benefit to this i understand why you might want it but there's really no theory she's like this is just, this is what i want this is what i want i'm like okay and so like the very first time i did it i, I didn't get to do like her hands mm-hmm. and she totally freaked out at the end you didn't do my hands i want a full body and that's also including my hand i'm like you fucking, book a
2: longer fucking treatment. It was
0: ridiculous. I hated that fucking chick. I was gonna say something else, but
2: <laughs> uh, and it rhymes with chick, yeah. but starts with a B. I
0: hated that fucking.
2: See you next Tuesday. It
0: was it was horrible. You don't even understand. Like, at the end of it, I'm like, I I got to know more about you. I we even found her on LinkedIn to see what she does for work and everything else. I'm like, what warrants this fucking attitude you have? And, yeah, I, I, and I couldn't every- find anything, which made it even worse.
2: I think every RMT at a certain point has that one person who's like this soul sucking, energy draining bag of dicks. And it's just like, you see their name in your schedule. And I you're have like, such fuck a my life.
0: Horrible vision when you say bag of dicks, by the way. <laughs> because I don't just like what do you picture when she says what do you bag of the dicks audience? I, I have a very I, I specific wasn't picture I was creating a
1: visual to be honest really? I just thought the words were funny
2: <laughs> yeah but you know what you see their name in your schedule and you're just like oh my god like you're it affects your whole day your whole totally mood understand. and I'm just like why why yep.
0: bag of dicks by the way just <laughs> so you know you know the the bag you use to wash your delicate stuff. Yeah. What what is that made of, or what is the it's mesh? It's mesh. Yes, I picture a, a white mesh bag full of various dicks of various sizes of various <laughs> colors.
1: Why are you filling my my laundry <laughs> full of dicks? Yeah,
0: well, when you said bag, I wash
1: my delicates in there, that's, <laughs> and now you do. It's dicks. a sacred place.
0: That's that's what I picture. Various dicks oh man
1: (laughs) have you ever had a client yell at you like it's super irate i have
0: i imagine this happens in b-town a lot by the way
2: oh yeah well, I don't know about beta, but I, I don't know. Um, I but I have. Um, in her defense, I mean, she was in a lot of pain. So when somebody keeps asking you a bunch of questions to get more information, you just you kind of snap. So I, I mean, I was fresh at doing what I was doing. So I kept I was going through her health history form. I was going through my assessment and asking her a bunch of questions. When did it start? When? Uh, how bad is the pain? Oh, a so you
0: were intent. just doing your job? Okay, I,
2: I was doing my job. Um, but at halfway through my assessment, she just fucking snap. she's like you've already asked me this question how dare you ask me this again uh just get to the treatment and i was like okay Mm. i didn't take it too personally at that moment because i'm like okay i understand you're in pain so you're obviously coming here for a specific thing and i keep asking you questions so i just shut the fuck up and i got into my with my treatment, she turned out to be a really see, nice lady. That's
0: bullshit. Because if her doctor that she went to see because she was in so much pain was asking her a whole bunch of questions, I guarantee you she wouldn't have freaked out at the doctor.
2: No, but the doctor were probably giving her like some. Pain I
0: was
1: gonna say, doctor. I don't know, man. I know of a certain somebody that may or may not be in this room that has gone to the doctor wanting drugs because he has already self diagnosed. Oh, and when the doctor is trying to ask questions to determine his condition, he has said, "Can you just write me a script?"
0: That's different. That's not be yelling you're talking about me, right? You get <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I can't. I can't. She's not that's, talking about me. That's, that's not me yelling at the doctor. That's just... That's, I'm not saying, like, don't do your job. I'm I'm just letting Wait, you you're know. You're
1: kind of like, saying don't do your no, job.
0: No, no, that's different. Don't it's,
1: assess
2: me,
0: doctor. It's, it's I know
2: what my problem
0: is. Well, I'm that's, glad that's, the that's, doctor's the
2: trying to assess
1: you.
0: Well, Most of them don't. Well, he, you know... Well, he doesn't, but... Anyway, that that's, that's not like, exactly the way... He's like 12 it ha- years old, so... It's oh, not exactly the way those things happen. But... In that scenario, not me, that scenario, I'm pretty sure. If you're in that much pain, you you don't, I don't know.
2: I think you kind of just get a little snappy at a certain point. And I got it. I was like, okay, you know what? Fine. We'll just do your treatment. I treat her. And at the end of her whole treatment plan, she ended up baking me a bunch of cookies. So I was like, oh, Mm, great. So she likes me. So... I. I admire
1: the fact that you could have compassion in that moment because I've definitely. Oh, no, I didn't have compassion in the moment. I was like, you fucking
2: bitch. Well, no, you, ha- you hated
1: her, but you still continued yes. and whatever. And I admire that because I, I agree with you. I know there's been times where I'm in so much pain, you know, where I'm snapping at my kids or I'm just mm-hmm. I'm just being bitchy. And it's nobody's yeah, fault, because I'm in pain. But yeah. you're
0: being bitchy to people that you can be bitchy to, which are the people that are closest to you. You won't I don't, be bitchy I don't to like a fucking stranger. I don't think you
1: should be bitchy to anyone. I but think, I'm saying- I think that sometimes- Good people can just go off yeah. because, and you have no idea what went on before she went. You're in right. There. You're absolutely I'm right. I'm hoping at some point she apologized to you and didn't oh, she just did. bake you cookies. She did. Yeah. So I mean, she had a really horrible day. You obviously were somebody that she liked. Your treatment must have been good. She right. came back to you, so it's good that you were able to have grace under pressure mm. in that moment because. I think that a lot of therapists w- could have taken it personally and been like, you know, fuck you. Like, right. I don't need this. I
2: don't need... But in
1: our... But those therapists still would have
0: done just, their job.
2: I hope
1: so.
0: Right? They just wouldn't have been happy about it, which I'm pretty sure you weren't happy about I it. I wasn't
2: happy in the moment being yelled at, but I yeah. think at the end when she felt better it's it was kind of like okay you know what i understand your situation you're you're in pain you needed to let it out and i would just happen to be the person you let it out at whatever look at
0: you all empathetic and stuff Uh, what are you a good therapist or something (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I would have been like, don't bite the hand that feeds you, motherfucker. I'm here to help you.
2: Well, that's kind of what was going on in my mind. But I'm yeah. like, you know what? Act like a professional that you pretend to be. So, eh.
0: <laughs> Well, that makes you professional because you pretend to be. Well, there you go. Right? It's true.
2: For, at certain times. And then at certain times, it's like, oh,
1: I would to stab it's, you. It's
0: <laughs> when you don't pretend to be. That's when you're really yep. not the professional.
1: Well, here at Con Ed Institute, when it's late night and we're drinking wine and recording the unprofessional hour, you can be as unprofessional as you like. And I feel the need to tell the story right now because we didn't really do a proper introduction of how Nina ended up on our couch. So Nina's taken a few courses here at Con Ed.
2: (laughs) Are you going to have to tell them the comments?
1: like, 100%. 100%. So she's taken a few courses here at Con Ed. So she's taken a course with me. She's taken a course with Mark. Like, you know, we've met her. She's a familiar face around here because she likes to keep up with her education. And the last time she was here, she was doing (laughs) a one-on-one training with Mark, but I was also here working that day. So, you know, her and I chatted a few times when they were on break and we started talking about, uh, Good strive old strive program. yes we started yes. talking about strive because it was brand new at the time and we were talking about some of the uh, competencies and how it can be interpreted in so many different ways and you know when we had Ian here we talked about this talking about things like self-care and you know maintaining a work-life balance, Good Nina, old always, work life balance. Nina always Nina yeah. always seemed so soft-spoken to me so polite so politically correct and I was not expecting this I swear to god like my jaw probably dropped I said to her like like, you know, it, it is a little bit ambiguous, but I'm hoping that people will be reasonable and can figure out what it means. And she's like, well, I don't know. Like, if we're talking about uh, self-care, can I just say that I uh, took up smoking and watched porn all day and I'm taking care
2: of myself? I was like, holy fuck. That's- did that just come out <laughs> of her mouth?
1: So
0: that's how you take care of yourself, eh?
2: Well, I'm just saying if that's what I'm doing With is that. With a dart and some dicks.
0: Balance? That's how you take care of yourself. <laughs> she okay. is single. Wow. But it's true. Maybe it doesn't comment. have to be dicks because right? as long as well, you got you know, money, As long barely.
2: as you got that cash. <laughs> no, you know what? I just thought it was a little interesting because I didn't have much problems with the old program because I took classes because it interested me and I wanted to continue my education. Mm. Um, I took courses that I found benefit from. I don't have much problems with that. I, Maybe other people did, and maybe they just took it to get the credit. I don't know. But to me, I thought there was was
0: definitely a lot of people that did that, though. There was
2: a lot of people being a course
0: provider. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's tons of people that did that.
2: So they just took the courses just to get the credit. Oh,
0: yeah. There was, and there was a provider that I think we spoke about before. He capitalized on this. He would, he would have a continuing education course. He would make sure it's 10 credits. He would charge you less than $200. And that way he has a packed crowd of people. He'd have like 50 fucking people in the room he'd make a killing on it and then he even went as far as to keep the same course call it something else and then a whole bunch of people would take it so i had i had a former student of mine who took both of these courses and he's he came back to me like mark it was the same fucking course it was the exact same course i was like shit yeah
2: see that's a little shady to me oh he's he's
0: doing that again now actually (laughs)
2: Fantastic. just (laughs) reword it it and he's
0: he's gone on the deep end with like really really cheap ceu yeah um You know, very vague kind of material.
3: Because
1: again, there's always going to be the therapists who are just doing continuing education because they have to. There's going to be the people like you who genuinely want to learn more and to improve their practice. But there are people who just are going to do the bare minimum because they have to. Yeah, but
2: those people that do the bare minimum are pretty crappy therapists, anyway. So sorry. Yeah, but does that not bother sorry. you? Does that
0: bother you that they, does, that they have the same title you have? It
2: does bother me because I've had a couple of really, really crappy treatments that I was so mad when I had to pay them afterwards. Ooh, it was bad. Okay, so now, I went. It,
0: was it? Sorry, was it bad because their skill was bad?
2: Oh like, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, so I went to this. <laughs> I went to this one therapy. Therapist.
1: Can you
0: see anyone liking their skill? Mm. Like I know it's all subjective, right? So like what 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 they're doing you might be you might not if dig it. If it's
1: your only experience with massage, I mean, let's face it, if somebody is touching you and all that you needed was touch if somebody is like giving you a relaxation treat and that's all if you've never if you haven't had a lot of experience with massage I can see how some of these pretty shitty therapists get away with what they do so I want to know
0: if it was like genuinely like this no, is, this would be shit for everybody no
2: like, would, to me I would have considered that shit for everybody okay. for on multiple reasons um, but my problem is when people get really shitty massages they yeah. assume all massages are really shitty yeah. so when I come uh, when uh, when people come to my client, they're like, "Well, I had this horrible experience. I don't know if I want to do this, but uh, my spouse, my girlfriend, whatever, my friend told me about you, and they had a really good time. They enjoyed the treatment. You helped them. So I thought I would give them another <laughs> You're try. At good time.
0: Good time, yeah. You're such
2: time. a child." <laughs> <laughs> yeah not that kind for I'm a, a good time call
1: Nina <laughs> yeah. her number's written in the
0: bathroom <laughs> yeah. both both uh, men and women's bathroom
2: apparently. Uh, Yeah, but only call uh, her if you have money only yeah exactly <laughs> uh, but yeah no I just have a problem when people come and they have a really bad massage because now you have to reintroduce them into mm-hmm. what a proper sort of massage should kind of be but my experience was I went into this therapist Um, we did the whole well she didn't even do an assessment she mm. took me into the back of her room the light was so low it was almost dangerously low like you couldn't really see anything so you, I'm coming from a bright outside the sun was shining I come into this dark room I can't fucking see anything I can't see my hand in front of my face mm. Um, in order to time the treatment she, she had that turkey timer you know that goes yeah, yeah. tick tick tick, <laughs> tick 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 tick. that's all I fucking heard in the background there's no music nothing whatsoever no <laughs>
3: I don't know.
0: I can edit this. I don't know why I'm like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sorry sorry continue
2: no so she took me into this darker room that didn't have enough light it's dangerously low that I'm like if you have a senior patient or somebody who has uh, vision problems this is legit a concern why was it so dark fuck if I know and then the because turkey the therapist timer really bothered was me was
0: not very good looking <laughs>
2: well,
0: <laughs> everyone looks better in the dark
2: <laughs> oh boy mm, uh, I don't know I don't know about her um, no. she
0: got money no, uh, no she didn't no I'm she didn't I'll get
2: to that story <laughs> um, <laughs> (laughs) So she took me in. um, She's doing the treatment, and she kept fucking lathering me up with oil, like oil after oil after oil. By the time I came out (laughs) of the out of this dark room, I couldn't see shit in. Like I looked like I was ready for like one of those really (laughs) porny like (laughs) female wrestling matches. You know what I picture?
3: I
0: picture I picture Van Wilder Taj. (laughs) doing a massage
3: <laughs>
2: but my problem with the situation other than like the room itself was when she was in the room all she did was talk about how much she hated being massage therapist <laughs> what the fuck 100% legit uh, I when I uh, did the health history form I didn't tell her I was okay, an that's RMT that's my question yeah. I, I because sometimes I don't want to tell people RMT I don't want I you never, to talk to me about I massage never. therapy I just want you to fucking do your job and just do it right yep. so the whole time I was in there for 45 minutes she talked about how much she hated being a massage therapist. She didn't make enough money to have a quality of life that she wanted, and she wanted to get into nursing. I'm like, girl, if you can't hack it as a massage therapist, don't fucking be a nurse,
0: because Mm. you're going to
2: suck at being a nurse. Do you
0: think this was her way of fishing for a a really good tip?
2: No, because you know what? She worked in like a multidisciplinary uh, clinic. So usually, I don't know. And And how do you expect to get a tip when all all you've done is complain?
0: I don't know, man. Maybe I'm... Pulling on your heartstrings that like no I can't no. make money at this job.
1: Listen, I know I'm... why you can't make money at this job. You're putting people in a fucking dungeon. You and can complaining make about your
2: life. money in this job, okay? You can definitely, well, you definitely fucking can, make money yeah. in of this job. you can. And I hate it when people say that you cannot. It's because you're fucking stay off lazy. Facebook
0: because <laughs> no. that'll drive you nuts.
2: Well, I actually don't have Facebook. I don't have social media. I have like one Instagram account, and I don't even do much with that. But my problem is when people complain that they can't make money. It's because you're fucking lazy. And you're horrible, horrible therapist. My opinion, like do your fucking job, right? Like mm. if I'm coming to you as a patient, this is my time. This isn't your fucking time to tell me what you don't like. Just <laughs> shut the fuck up and do your job, right? And you would have you can make a pretty good money. I don't know. Yeah. But I like you could I, have been a repeat client had she not doused you full of oil and complained about her life this is not your therapy session it's my fucking therapy session can we make it about me please like that's did she
0: at least wipe you down after no no I came
2: out afterwards and even the receptionist was like "Ooh, you look really greasy I'm like yeah no shit (laughs) She fucking used a half the bottle of oil on me. like, And she never took any verbal cue. She didn't even take any like nonverbal cues that the pressure was too much. She's like digging into my traps and rhomboids. And I'm just like, I'm a tiny girl. You don't need to use that much pressure on me, right? She's fucking digging and digging. And you know when somebody uh, can't take that much pressure so they kind of flinch away? Yep. Like they do that flinching motion, right? So I'm doing that like every five seconds. I'm like flinching, flinching. And then I verbally told her, listen, the pressure's too much. Could you lighten up on the pressure? Like, you don't need to go that deep. No, because she's too fucking busy unloading her problems onto me. I'm like, oh, holy shit. Is this
1: real? This
2: is 100% real. And I was so mad that I had to pay for that. But you know what? After after a while after I got over my anger I learn I use it as a learning experience of a manual of what not to do
3: mm. like
2: when people come into your clinic or wherever you're working this isn't about you as a therapist it's about them as a patient Um, yeah sure it's one thing to have a conversation with your patient therapist whatever like they ask you hey how's it going how's your life what's new blah 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 sure I'll like entertain a conversation I'm a pretty introverted person so I don't really like to talk I I <laughs> actually prefer being quiet like, like during the whole treatment.
1: I really? Very quiet. Are you giggling because she's talking about a million miles a minute? That's because she I gave her three glasses she of wine. She doesn't like to talk. <laughs> Apparently,
0: just all you need is a microphone. Changes <laughs> that or, dramatically. Or
2: wine because this it's, is like my third it's glass of
1: wine. I it's gave her the three wine. glasses of the wine so she's just going off. No, <laughs> I'm
2: a pretty introverted person. Like my no, I get it. I get My it. work makes me an extrovert because you have to ask certain questions and I'm perfectly fine asking certain questions mm-hmm. based on the treatment, right? But other than that, if you don't want to talk, I won't talk. If you want to talk, you better be the one to initiate the conversation because I'm not going to. I've had patients who I've seen for multiple years where I'm comfortable talking to them. But I'm not going to release personal information to them about what I do, how I do, stuff like that, right? But it's just when somebody comes into my clinic or my treatment room, it's about you. It's not about me. It's not yeah. about me unloading my personal fucking problems onto you. You're not a therapist. You're not a strength like, No, you shouldn't be telling your client your personal no, problems. No, right? But so I was really mad that. But I even just the
0: choice me. of personal problems, like I hate, I hate, I hate my job. job. <laughs> so like, yeah.
2: th- make the client feel like <laughs> she, they're
0: a burden on your fucking 100% life. One
2: hundred percent. I felt like I was a burden, and she didn't know I was at an RMT. So I was like, I because I didn't disclose that, right? So I'm like, oh my god, now I'm here an RMT who hates their job, who doesn't make enough money. Who Who doesn't want to do this and they don't enjoy what they're doing, but they're just doing it because it kind of pays them somewhat relatively decent money. And she. Want to get into nursing? I'm See like, now, oh. this
0: conversation would have made more sense to me if you did tell her that you were an RMT. I know oh, that's so I right? weird. So what did you, know? you
2: tell her?
1: You Can did
0: you imagine it? how she goes off with every fucking? Well, that's yeah. the
2: thing. That's the thing. I'm like, if you're talking <laughs> to me like this, I wonder what you say to other people in this dark room with a
1: turkey tell What
2: did you tell her that you did? I didn't say anything because it, there's a part
1: of that helps you. Entrepreneur,
0: <laughs> business owner, self-employed. Well, so
1: I don't know if I've ever told this story before, but I there was one day. I I can't even remember what was going on in life, but I mean, I have kids, so I don't know. There's many days where I'm just, you know, feeling a little overwhelmed. There was one day where I think Mark could see it that like I was on the verge of snapping. Like Mm -hmm. I just, I was feeling very overwhelmed, a lot going on and whatever. And he said to me like, okay, he work's not that busy. Take a day for yourself. He literally gave me $300 and he said, go get a massage, go get a pedicure, right. like just go enjoy go yourself, you. just relax. And I was like, I'm going to do this. Like I never, but yeah, okay, I'm going to do this. I didn't even tell my babysitter because then I would feel guilty. Like you're watching my kids and I'm, and I said, you know what? I'm going to go for a massage. And I exactly did what you did where I didn't want to tell the person and I was a therapist. You
2: don't want to. So
1: I booked an appointment at a clinic with multiple therapists and when I called to book the appointment it was like you know I don't have a preference whoever's available like I just I just want to get a treatment and so I walk in I fill out the health history because I was the first it was the first time there and on occupation I put stay-at-home mom mm-hmm. which was somewhat true at the time because oh, my wrong. my youngest was very young and I wasn't really back to work yet like I would help mark with like con ed stuff but like I wasn't really working so I put stay-at-home mom but anyway the therapist comes out and And I go into the room with him. He introduces himself, just first name only, of course, right? And I had never seen him before. I don't recognize him. And so we're sitting there and whatever. And he goes through the whole health history. And then he leaves the room so I can get on the table. So I get on the table and I'm so happy because one – I'm getting a massage mm-hmm. Two This person doesn't know I'm a therapist so He's not going to talk To me about massage Like I was just so happy And I right. felt so good In that moment He comes back in They he says to me So I noticed your last name On your form I purposely used my married name Which is my legal name I still practice With my maiden name But that's not my last name So I purposely used my married name He goes I noticed your last name He's like Are you by any chance Married to Mark I'm like Oh fuck my life <laughs> Oh fuck And I was like Yeah He's like Yeah I thought that was you yeah, it was the wrong Mark Yeah So he (laughs) He was one of Mark's students Oh shit! back in like when Mark was uh, working in a massage college. So anyway, we start the treatment and I'm like, well, now it's fucked. One, he knows that I'm Mark's wife and two, he knows that I'm a therapist because everybody knew that. So anyway, so he goes on to talk to me about massage, but he wasn't overly chatty, which was fine. But the oil, that's what made me think of this. I don't know how many times he pumped more oil into his hands. Why do you have to do that? I left there literally my hair yeah. looked like I had just like I had just swam through grease. Like yeah. I was so oily and I remember I called Mark when the treatment ended and I'm like what the fuck are you teaching people? <laughs> <laughs> I was drenched and he did not wipe me down.
3: Oh yeah,
2: well this girl didn't do that either because I came out on the even reception was like, Well You you...
0: shiny like a wrestler.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, actually I looked like a wrestler.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
2: I did not appreciate it. Even with like the greasy curly hair. My hair
1: curls when it gets wet. So yeah, it was Well, my
2: problem was that she couldn't even take any verbal or nonverbal cues, so she's fucking killing my shoulders. The next day I woke up I was sore as hell. I don't know. It just Sometimes I don't want to tell people in the RMT because I don't want to have to have that discussion. Oh, I've been working for this long. This is where I work. Yeah. Sometimes I just want to go there and relax. I yeah. just way. want you to do your job. I want to just, I don't know, get a fucking treatment. It's that easy, right? Sometimes I don't want to tell people
1: I'm an RMT for another reason because there's certain therapists, not all of them, but there's certain therapists that get, um, like they feel like they need to impress you. Impress you. Yes. 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 So they're not treating my bag the of way tricks. they would. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, I just want you to treat me like a client. Yeah. You know, I don't want you to treat me like another therapist. Just treat me like a client. Yeah. So do what you would do if I were any person coming off the street telling you that these are my concerns. Yeah. You know, and I feel like when you tell them that you're a therapist, then they start trying to impress you. Right. They start using the jargon and then they start, they'll say something to you like, oh, is, do you prefer if somebody does this or this? You, like, again, just showing like, I know all these techniques. What do, What works best for you? And I'm like, oh, I don't no. care. Just, just do, do it. Just do it.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't like to say I'm an RMT either, and I've gotten to a point where I've even considered not using my name. And then I started thinking about this because I talk your about name this is
1: way too unique. But That's I, the but
0: problem. but then I, yeah. I th- then I thought about this, and then I started talking about this in one of the courses that I teach, probably a record keeping course. And I brought up the idea of maybe we should be asking for people's ID because what for if sure. I what if I walked into anybody. what if I walked into your clinic and I'm like yeah I'm John Smith or, or my friend I use my friend's name and I get the receipt in my friend's name and now I I give my buddy the receipt and I say, hey, submit this to your insurance company. Just give me the money when you get it back. Right,
2: I could see that coming out of Brown Town.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah, oh for sure.
2: Like for sure,
1: any it's true. I, <laughs> I think feel we just like, gave them ideas. I feel like we should probably <laughs> be checking IDs because sure, anyone could be. Anybody. Well,
0: yeah, because you you swipe your OHIP card, right? So I right. mean, it, we're, we're, we're all this other healthcare where you don't have to do that shit, and then you can still get reimbursed from the insurance company. I never
2: company. thought of it like that. Yeah,
0: that that was the first time I thought of it when I was like, okay, I'm not gonna write RMT. Then I thought maybe I'm just gonna use my buddy's name like Ron. Run, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then I went two steps further. I'm like, "Mm, if I did that, I can run. Yeah, because they really don't
2: have any way of tracking you, right? Exactly. Yeah
0: exactly yeah. it, was, it, was, it was a moment that I thought I've never a teachable of, moment here Yeah, <laughs> I've
2: never thought of giving fake information
0: <laughs> yeah so so then I started I didn't,
1: I didn't give fake information I no, just no, no. used a name that I thought I mean, nobody would know but then I, that's <laughs> I when I started <laughs> telling people
0: in some of the courses maybe you should start screening patients like that as well Yeah, it's a good idea
1: I mean I know all my people and most of my people um, or do have insurance dun, well dun, yeah dun. do
2: you know them <laughs> um,
1: most of my people have insurance and I'm I do direct billing so I'm doing the direct billing for them but uh, yeah I feel like if you have a new client asking for ID is not a bad idea
2: but you know what I also think if somebody's giving you fake information they're really not going to be giving the insurance the receipt anyway they probably don't have insurance unless, well, I mean, like,
1: unless, like Mark said, they're giving you like their buddy's name who doesn't use their massage insurance, and they're using their buddy's massage insurance. Because yeah. I know, I know that you must have in your eight and a half years gotten requests. B town like, for I'm, sure. I'm
0: out of benefits. What are
2: you trying to say here, huh? For what sure. are you trying to say? I worked in
0: B town. I worked in a clinic in B town. <laughs> for sure. Oh
2: yeah. Well, with that CRA scam, those two people got arrested. And came out of Brampton. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That was yeah. That we could we could see that happening. Sorry, Brampton. B town. Yeah. B-town. Well, I mean, I I, I don't want to perpetuate stereotypes, but
1: it's well, like stereotypes a, it's a happen well for a reason. but it's a well-known yeah. fact comes that from a place s- called the truth. that <laughs> south asian people are the kings and queens of haggling and barg- 100%. Bar- barg- barg- bargaining. 100%. Listen,
2: if I go into an Indian store or a Pakistani store or a south asian store and I don't haggle, I look like the fucking idiot. Like my my you're like parents, an amateur. Are you actually 100%. brown? <laughs> I know. Well, I don't know. You're
0: an amateur. But
2: uh, my if I ever go take my mom to get any clothes, South Asian clothes, yeah. like she will haggle the fuck out. So wait, person.
0: you feel the pressure to do that too? Is it because you want to, or you're like I don't want or you're to? Like, but you know oh what? man, I guess I have it to. It has now. to
1: be a cultural thing because I would say I would say thing. at least eighty-five percent of my clients are South Asian yeah. because again, it's just this neighborhood is oh, very they heavily populated. They want a Every single one, every one of my South Asian clients. I love them all. They're like, I, like I always say on this podcast, I love my people, but every one of them at some point or another gives me the look. And I know it's coming when I get the look and they're like, you know. I've been coming here a long time can like, you give me a discount yeah. all the time all the time and I'm wait, like, wait 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 can you, guys... you
0: do that look I want to see that look I want to know what that looks they like just,
2: they have a look I'm
1: telling you and uh-huh. I know it's coming when I see
3: the look I, I
2: don't know the look because you know what I grew up in Canada mm. when somebody tells me a price I just assume that's the price yeah, right? and you just pay I'm it I don't know is this a I mean, thing that happen- it
3: doesn't happens very
1: to often to
2: to in India and Pakistan 100%. is that why it's just, if you it's... don't haggle you are just not a good South Asian individual
0: you're just not good your membership I think card just to the club. So I
2: think you lose your membership of being brown. Okay, <laughs> um, and yes, it's, I can It's just say that. amazing,
1: though. So, for example, the couple that I had in today—they're not South Asian; they're actually West Indian. Yeah. Um, and they have never—they've been coming to me as long as they're my, West Indians.
0: West Indians don't do that. West
1: Indi- my West Indian clients. No, West my East Indians Indian clients little, are like, "What if I, what if I pay you in cash? I'm like yeah. the price
0: is the same."
2: Yeah, because I'm not paying you tax, right? <laughs> so can you reduce that price yeah. for me? All right? the time. Caribbean 100%. people,
0: they'll give you a little bit of back talk and a little bit of side talk, but they they won't haggle with you hard. Like yeah. they might throw it in as a as a kind of comment, as a little bit of a joke. Or you're five minutes late. Okay, <laughs> how about we take the price down? Right? They'll do something like that. Oh, I definitely. And they don't even mean my, it. But. I definitely
1: have one of my Trini clients the last week. After I, so I sent out an email to all my people. I. Know she's on my email list this girl i know it but i sent out an email to all of my clients in january saying february 15th my prices were going to increase so this uh last week is the first time i saw her since before february 15th and so she paid with her credit card and i guess she didn't look when she was like punching in her info like i I guess she just assumed Mm -hmm. it was as always but the price went up so she gets home and she, I, I had sent her a receipt as well. I do my receipts electronically. So I had sent her her receipt. So I guess when she got home, she looked at the receipt. She sends me a tech me- text message. And she's like, I'm just submitting to my insurance right now. I just want to confirm that this is the price because that's what you charged me. And I was well, like, yeah. well, that's because that's the price. <laughs> but like Mark said, she didn't argue it. She even said like, it was such a sweet message. Well, thank you for a lovely treatment. I'll see you next. Like it was very polite, but just want to confirm this is the price. I was like, Yes, that's what I charged you. That's what was, what's on the receipt, but it was just to like let me know I see you. I see that you yeah. raised the rate, yeah, yeah. and then so I said to her, "I'm so sorry. Did you not get my email? Are you not on my email list?" She's like, "No, I'm on the list." I'm like, "Okay, then. All right. Have then a great you know night."
3: What was gonna
2: happen. <laughs> <laughs> but she didn't try to haggle. Oh no, that's all. just a culture in South Asian uh, culture, right? Like you, you're supposed to haggle. Yeah. I'm obviously not a very good South Asian because I just assume the price is the price.
1: Full
0: right?
2: price? What? <laughs> right. <laughs> Wait. What's the price with the tax?
1: Let me know the full <laughs> price, right? I have but... one family They're from, they're from Goa. They're Indian, right? And they never haggle. I've even actually tried to give them discounts because, not discounts, but I've tried to sort of give them special treatment. They have been with me since I started. Like the entire family comes to me, mother, father, both kids. So I almost try to give them preferential treatment and they'll say to me, no, no, like, no, no, we have the money. You make your money. Like they are they're amazing oh, but then scary. majority of they've referred so many friends to me again all south asians it's the community <laughs> i live in and every one of their friends has tried to get a discount i'm like
2: motherfuckers
3: because <laughs> <laughs>
2: that one white girl will give it to you right i don't know i don't know i don't get it but yeah uh, i'm obviously not a regular south asian i i I've got, I didn't get that lesson. so <laughs> You didn't learn how to haggle? No, I didn't learn how to haggle. I wish I, I knew how to haggle, kid. even
1: a little bit. Because there's certain places certain where I think good. I think it's a good quality to have. Yeah,
0: I don't think you'd be good at it. No, I'm
1: horrible it's at like it. Like
2: when you're buying a car, you're not going to pay them the full amount. You want to try to kind of... Re- That's
1: why I don't buy the car. Yeah, she'd just days.
0: walk in and they'd be like, well, <laughs> this is the MSRP. She'd be like, okay,
2: sure. Yeah, no, <laughs>
1: don't, don't let me go into places where you need to haggle. I just um, won't. Oh, you be the person that can smell coming.
0: Manufacturer suggested retail yes price.
1: Yeah, suggest suggested. Suggested. I suggested I didn't know what MSRP was. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But it would have been so much more funny if I didn't know. But really, she doesn't know. No, I did know. Oh sure? God, yes. No, but I'm Well, really, you know now. I'm really bad at haggling. Like, yeah. I just can't do it. And so I make Mark come with me for certain things because I'm like, they're going to tell me what it costs and I'm just going to accept it with my tail between my legs.
0: Oh, boy.
1: So then working in Brampton, do you get that a lot? Like I said, this community that I live in is a lot of South Asian. Obviously, yours is as well. Do you get a lot of hagglers?
2: We don't a lot of haggles we get that person who's like listen my husband hasn't used his insurance could you write the receipt on his name like we get a lot of that and you always have always have to tell them hey listen we can't do that that's pretty much insurance fraud right it is
3: insurance fraud right
2: yeah yeah. so unfortunately i don't want to be delisted like i was on my mom's uh manual life account the other day because she needed to get her tax receipt from manual life and there was this link to all these delisted yep. uh, clinics, and it's like a page of fucking ten pages long. Yep. Oh, wow. And of all these delisted clinics, I'm like, what kind of shady shit have you done yeah, to become delisted? Right? Yeah, it's all that fraud. But you know what? I mean, every clinic, uh, like every corner you go to, there's some sort of clinic over there, yep. right? So and
0: people must do it, or else no one would fucking ask for it. All no, the time. no, well, and I and it know. always comes with a story. The last person I went to, the did last this.
2: person I went to, they did this. Why can't you? Well, obviously. Yeah. They they that was insurance fraud. I'm sorry, I can't do that. I like the clinic I work at, and I like for it to stay open as long as it can. And I'd so like it's to so keep not my own, worth own it.
0: license. It's no, so not it's worth not it to, worth it to make the extra five hundred dollars no. from your coverage or from your aunt's coverage or whoever's fucking to yeah. coverage. Lose you're your right?
2: clinic and then to lose your license yeah. and then be investigated from the college.
1: Mm, but people no, do it,
0: man. People do it. I don't I know. Also, That's a gamble for me. I, I also have way too much
1: of like a moral compass. Like it's it's a good thing. I'm not saying it's a good. It's a bad thing, but. I have a really hard time doing almost anything that's dishonest. Like, I feel so guilty. Like, I just, I, I, don't like it.
2: You're such a Canadian. <laughs> I'm. I, yeah, I
1: get a very slimy feel. I, I told the story on the podcast a while ago, since you're an avid listener, where I bought something and then I went to return it and they wouldn't give me my money back or they would only give me store credit. I don't know if you heard that story. No. But the whole other part of the story, which I don't think I told on the podcast, is that that was my karma. I was going to do a photo shoot and for the photo shoot, the photographer asked me to bring certain items and I didn't own them. Like she asked me to bring high heels. I don't wear high heels. I'm five eight married to a man who's five five. I don't wear high heels and I have a chronic left ankle sprain, like not comfortable. So my friend. In, with all good intentions, said to me, go with buy a pair intentions. of heels. <laughs> with all good intentions, <laughs>
0: these, these are good intentions. This advice she that was she's trying giving to help me. Oh, okay, okay.
1: She said to me, go buy a pair of heels. Wear them for the shoot. You're you not outside; it's an right. indoor photo shoot. Keep the tags on. Return them the next day. And every part of me was like, Ey! like I don't think I could do that. And then I decided, okay, it makes I me
0: wonder about all the choice. fucking clothes I buy. How many? How many other people fucking work right? for? Okay,
2: so I had to worked in retail when. Uh, Long story. I uh, After high school, I took a year off and my parents were fucking livid that I took a year off. South Asian parents, they want you to be a doctor, a lawyer, yeah. blah, blah, blah. So I took a year, a year off. Or, or apparently white parents because oh, I have oh, the same pressure. Go. There you go. <laughs> so I took a year off and I work at The mm-hmm. Gap. And their policy at that time was that you can buy Buy whatever you want to, and you have thirty days to return it, whether the tag is on, whether it's been used, whatever, we would get certain things back that would just like rank and it stank, and it was so I awful. can't believe people would do that. And that's people the thing would is, do i did that. And I
1: can't do
0: people that. must do that because who, do. whoever told you to do that well, exactly. obviously. obviously they've that. That. So, done so that's it.
1: what she said to me is you know, buy the shoes, wear them for the indoor and shoe return and return it. them. So against my better judgment, I said, Okay. I'm going to buy the shoes. So I went and bought the shoes. I asked three different employees at the store just to confirm that I could return them because I knew I was going to. And they told me yes. None of them thought to tell me that you can return but store credit only. And it's a store that I would never shop at. So anyway, I bought the shoes. I ended up not using them for the shoot. And it was like a huge weight had been lifted off my shoulders. I'm like, okay, at least I don't feel guilty returning them now because I haven't used them. I went back to return them. I got store credit only. I'm like, see, that's fucking karma. Because I had every intent on wearing these shoes for a photo shoot and returning them.
2: And now you got store credit to a store you never shop So I ended up – actually, this sweater came from the store credit. Oh, there you go. I
1: like this sweater. (laughs) But I ended up up buying a sweater that is kind of ridiculous. Like it's a tie-dye sweater that like my kids love, but it's a ridiculous sweater. And every time – it's my karma sweater. (laughs) I wear it. As this is my karma sweater. I am wearing this ridiculous sweater. Horrible. Is it a humbling experience when you wear that sweater? It's like, okay. It's, yeah, it's, you know what? I got what I fucking deserved right. because I was trying to do something very dishonest. I mean, at least it was a big box store, not like, you know, a small shop or something. I'm not saying you should be dishonest ever, but. I would feel seven thousand times guilty if it was like a small like yeah you know small mom I and mean? pop shop exactly yeah. but being that it was a big
2: box store and they no, can probably afford it stick into fucking H and M okay whatever
0: <laughs> I I didn't do this I've I've done this before I I I'm the Are master you, do you know
1: what you've done. <laughs> yes because I, yeah, I think so i think so
0: i'm like an inexpensive sunglasses whore mm. okay like i i used to buy really expensive I sunglasses know
1: he's gonna talk about it. it's bad he's bad he's no he's i'm not very bad, Ooh, it's, bad it's, it's not bad at all
0: it's not bad at all i used to buy really expensive sunglasses but then i get really protective of them like i don't want to wear them because i'm gonna wreck them so I, I would end up having like these three super expensive pairs of sunglasses that i never wore so i'm like this is just stupid so then i went on a whole binge of just buying really shitty sunglasses <laughs> that way if i wreck them and i mess them up or i lose them i don't really care so it got to a point that every time i went out i would come home with a pair of like shitty sunglasses like 25 dollars sunglasses or less right so i'm at this store one an day entire
1: day drawer at our place of sunglasses. just wow. full of sunglasses
0: yeah. and they're all very similar because <laughs> <laughs> apparently i like one type of sunglasses but anyway so i'm at this store and i'm looking at sunglasses and i'm like i really like these but this is the only pair that's like this. Like, none of these other ones exist. I can't, there is no There's no tag, tag on it, no on it. SKU number. There's no nothing. And I'm looking at this, I'm like these are probably not even from this. Was, someone probably took them off their face put them here and walked out with a pair of sunglasses and that was my logic yeah, so probably. I took this thing I'm looking for because I really would have wanted to pay for it and I even considered do I go to the counter and say like hey there's no there's no tag on this like how much don't is it don't
2: tell me you just walked out with them put of course them on, you did I put
0: them on my head and I'm like <laughs> I'm so, I am nice. would love to pay for this right now but I don't want to wait around for someone to tell me that this is not ours or, or whatever the cases so
2: yeah but you know when you go to like let's say a walmart and you go to get sunglasses how do they actually know they're yours or not well right? i
0: mean there's a tag on them yeah like,
2: but you can take that tag you can't you're, right? you're
0: absolutely right oh that's just bad karma so but but at this place right so like like i'm gonna norm- bo- make you wear my tie-dye sweatshirt like <laughs> <laughs> like normally you would see a couple pairs of the same pairs of sunglasses yeah. right this was the only fucking pair yeah, of this kind I'm like this isn't plans. even supposed to be here this is someone's that they just put on the on the rack and
1: that's the thing is this was a place that sells like high end name brand stuff and mm-hmm. this was not a name brand no, pair oh of God, sunglasses so yeah you cheaper. know somebody totally you left you pairs. might be right that you stole somebody's sunglasses so then, then that's not the stealing nice from the
0: store really all I did was you don't all I did was pick know up someone's actually that it's like if I saw them on a park bench and I'm like mm, these look n- kind of nice and I'll take them although I don't do that that I don't do that's
2: so you took some hobo sunglasses
0: <laughs> no 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 I would never <laughs> see when I see shit lying around like that I don't I don't take it at all because I've left stuff lying around and I'm like I fucking just lost that like I'm never getting it back I'm the like, most I do this to honest I once phone. found
1: an envelope full of money and returned it to the police station oh yeah oh
0: We've done this. You've got
1: a
2: really strong moral
1: compass. I I just can't. I I can't. Well, like Mark will tell you, I can't even lie. Like I've, I get caught in any lie I even attempt. Like, and this is why I always say to him, like, you have to be the most secure man in the world because I couldn't run shit behind your back if you paid me to. Yeah, I do
0: not know how to. You know what? She can because I'm also oblivious to everything. That's true. He's oblivious (laughs) to everything. Like this photo shoot that she's talking about. There was this whole hoopla about this photo shoot, but I had no fucking clue it was happening.
1: it was a secret. Yeah. Hello. It was a secret photo shoot that I did behind his back. Yeah. No,
2: but you know what? When it comes to like finding money like that, your moral compass has to be so strong in order to return I just, it. yeah. No, I yeah. I don't know. I don't I know if do... everybody would do that. The money was in a bank marked envelope. How much was
1: it? It was a couple hundred bucks. Mm. It wasn't like mm. thousands. It was a couple hundred bucks. But I was it's also known. like 19. So mm. a couple See, hundred, that hundred bucks See, that's someone's lost old. money.
0: This has happened to me before. They're well,
1: exactly. To... It was somebody's lost money. It came, f- it was back in the day where like, you, you had envelopes to do deposit. It was in a bank envelope yeah. and it was in a shopping mall. Okay. So it was clearly somebody had gone to the bank and anyway, lost this mm-hmm. So
0: there used to be, it. I can't remember where the hell it was. There used to be this one bank machine at a place that I would always go to, like an ATM machine. It, and it wasn't associated with a bank. It was one of those, you know, ones that charge you like fucking $4 just to make right. a withdrawal. And if you punched in you wanted one hundred and twenty dollars consistently, it would spit out one eighty. So I used to go to this machine all the time and like one twenty, one twenty, and I'd always get this one eighty. I don't Were feel. Were you
1: p- checking your statements to make sure that they weren't yes, actually? Yes, me too, yes, yes. Okay.
0: Yes. So this bank machine just used to spit out extra fucking dough, and I didn't feel like I was stealing in that. man. Like that's someone's error here. That's not stealing something. You guys are looking at me like. <laughs> No. I don't know about That's this. not theft. I don't That's know. not, theft. That's not
2: theft. Extra cash is coming from somewhere. That's not
0: theft. Is it theft?
1: It's kind of... It's, it's different. It's, it's like, well, lying, it's it's like lying by omission.
0: Yeah. It's
1: still lying. Like, this is the thing is if you have to question Come and if off.
0: it's a loophole, it's... You're still doing something wrong. Well, I don't feel like I did anything wrong. I'm only feeling like that right now because you two are fucking staring oh, no, at let's me. Let's
2: be honest. If a machine gave me one eighty instead of one twenty, I'm fucking taking a run. Well, yeah. So. In
1: that but then stereo, I would go back
0: all the time. Like every time I was there, I'm like, Oh yeah, I don't even need the money. I'm just going to like well, let me see if I can make sixty bucks right
1: Why now. Why not? Do you know what Why happened not? to me at BMO Field? Is it still called BMO Field? Mm, Has it changed? I don't know.
0: I don't know. Maybe
1: where they fucking play soccer. I think it's still called BMO Field. Okay. know the okay, venue anyway. you're talking about? I was at BMO Field for some reason.
0: Soccer game, possibly.
1: No, it was not a soccer <laughs> game. It was another event event, but it was taking place there. But anyway, I went to an ATM there to take out money. The ATM ate my money. Like Mm. it spit it out. And when I went to grab it, the money ripped in half yeah.
0: are you happy for our new bills that don't rip then
2: yes because I was fucking pissed no I, because the new bills rip now too uh, that's happened to my mom and I was standing next to her when the machine ate half of her fucking 20s and we went to the uh, teller and she did this huge long questionnaire to figure out if we were telling the truth or not yeah like, nobody helps me I oh. essentially
1: just lost $80 Ooh, did you, did you call
0: me. the number on the, the machine
1: I don't remember it was so many years ago and I had drank a lot of things mm. <laughs> that's what? why I don't even remember what event I was at. I don't oh, know.
0: I okay, drinking that's drinking. what happened.
3: <laughs> couldn't
1: you, tell you. Couldn't tell you. Nina, <laughs>
0: couldn't tell you. You do horrible things when you're drinking a lot of stuff. Like, I know someone know. By the way, Nadia,
1: she is still drinking wine. I know. I was going to pour you another one, but I was like, uh, you might be done. I don't know. I, don't know someone,
0: who, I know someone who's uh, in a drunken stupor dropped their phone in a toilet in a very public place, maybe a concert, and then fished it out. Are
1: you talking about me? Because I've done that multiple times. <laughs> of
0: course. I'm talking about you. <laughs> See what drinking does? (laughs) <laughs> you wouldn't do that if you were sober at a yes, con- well,
2: I would if I that fall. Fall.
1: <laughs> at a
0: concert. Oh, that a is concert the most dis-
2: that, that is the most disgusting toilet. You know what my... like, If it's in your back pocket, you pull your pants down, Listen, it can fall down. It's, it's
0: one thing if if it's at your house. What
2: concert did I? I do
0: don't that? remember, but no, you know how it was many at a fucking... restaurant. No, this was a concert. Well, we I were, obviously she's done, done it twice now. Yes, we were down at like Molson Amphitheater. I don't think it's called that anymore. Whatever the case is.
2: Oh yeah.
1: Yes,
0: and <laughs> I'm like you. Fish your fucking phone out of the toilet at a concert? <laughs> it did. That is, that uh, is. Yeah, you
2: know how much that phone cost? You could have fucking fished that shit out, okay? Oh. I'm not scared of coronavirus. I stuck my head in a toilet at a concert.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh. <sighs> <laughs> That's brain. Concert. That is
2: really brave because you don't know how many asses that toilet seems No, has no, gotten. no. Okay,
1: so one time concerts I dropped are,
0: concerts are the grossest fucking toilets ever, man. So <laughs>
1: one time we were at Stone's Place. I don't know if that still exists. It was uh like Queen West Is it like
2: one of those area? portable
0: toilets? No, no, the, these were these were actual toilets. These oh, are actual okay. toilets. Yeah.
3: All right.
1: I don't remember the time you're talking those about. Those are even fucking but <laughs> I've I've definitely more than once dropped my phone in a toilet and retrieved it. But one time we were at a bar in Toronto called stones place i don't know if it still exists
3: <laughs> and
1: i had a coach wristlet you know like the yeah yeah that know, was
3: a gift by the way yeah, yeah he
1: bought it for me from yours truly so i had this wristlet on and i went into the bathroom and again in my my <laughs> drunken state the wristlet just slid right off into the toilet it's but the handle of it was sticking out so i pulled it out by the handle <laughs> I brought it over to the sink. I cleaned it off so I could open it up. I took my wallet, my ID. Like I got everything Mm -hmm. out of it. I cleaned it off as much as I could. I didn't put my stuff back in it. And then we went outside (laughs) and there were homeless people begging on the street. And I went to one of them and I said, I'm going to be honest with you. This fell in the (laughs) toilet. I just pulled it out of the toilet. I said, if you want it though, like it's real leather. If you want it, it's yours. And they took it. They opened it up, realized there was nothing in it, and gave it back to me.
0: It's <laughs> the toilet. I don't want it.
1: Maybe they will want it. Like I cleaned it. <laughs> no
2: homeless one wants your shit if it ain't got no. cash in it. No, they didn't want
1: it. They did not want I like it. Like that because I was thinking they like I was thinking like maybe they would want to sell it. You know what I mean? Like right. I thought maybe maybe will... they weren't
0: even homeless.
1: Um, That's always were an option. Why are they begging for money? Because there's so
0: many people fucking just beg for money. That's oh sure. yeah, right. I'm pretty sure the dude that stands at the fucking end of the highway there is not homeless dude. Don't man. tell me that
2: I give him coffee money. All Which the time. by the way, there was a homeless dude standing at the end of the highway. when and I pulled off that. All yeah, and,
0: my, and I'm pretty sure friend. he's not homeless. But I give
2: no. him coffee money all the time. I did this afternoon. It's
0: just his job to stand there with a fucking Tim Hortons cup and a sign that says, "Please well, help me." Yeah, and then, it's
2: non-reportable income if yeah. you can make twenty, thirty thousand dollars, and I'll pay tax on it. I'm pretty
0: sure I've read a story about that about there, someone in Toronto. There are, who are does people that. who do yes. that. Yes. Yeah. yeah,
2: there's um,
0: versus squeegee kids. They're there's, un- are, well, that's
1: why we now they're not allowed to do that anymore, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. There's unfortunately a whole ring of women who are being exploited, women of a so- certain culture who have like a boss who puts them on a street corner to beg for money and they have to stand there and they're the ones with the signs saying, I have four kids, I have six kids, you know.
2: Oh, fuck. I fell for that.
1: Some of them might be real, but I'm saying I know that Were, are, there was- Did they usually wear like a headscarf? Expo- yeah, yeah. There was like an oh, expose done about- these women who are there to pull at your heartstrings and make you feel sad for them, but they're being controlled by a man who is taking
2: that money. So it like pimping without the sack. Essentially, yeah. Essentially.
1: Again, I, I don't know who's real and who's not. So when I see somebody who's like, asking for money, I typically give them money if I have it, unless they look Is like
0: this me. a story you've read? In yes. Something? Yeah. Are they family members or are they someone that's like... Human trafficked, and we have your information. Like we have your, we have your passport, we have your ID, and you live in my basement. And this is what you're going to do. I'll have to get back to you on that. Mm, I just scary. remember
1: reading a story about these women, and That's again, it was stuff. like all these, these uh, like refugee women who yeah. were being essentially pimped out to yeah. go stand on the street corners, pull at people's heartstrings, and make money for whomever was controlling them.
0: Mm. Hey, are refugees uh, stopped at the border now, too? They, they that, they are. Yeah, they must the be. Is that are part closed. of the mix? The borders yeah. are closed. For, yeah. for refugees, too.
2: Yeah, It has
1: to be. They I don't know. I'm
0: just curious.
2: Well, the only people that are allowed back are Canadian uh, residents, uh, permanent residents, or... Uh, Trades, uh, people going between the states and Canada, yeah. and if you are something else, can't remember. But uh they've actually said you close the border yeah, for if everybody you're else. Yeah, a foreign national, you're yeah. not in
3: But that was
0: just or I was just diplomats. wondering diplomats,
2: if... yeah, diplomats. But really, like, if, would you want to travel anywhere outside of Canada at this point? That a
1: refugee escaping something much worse. Yeah, well, that's
0: what I mean. I feel, I feel like True. there's there's some sort of loophole for that.
2: What is your life in danger compared to
0: COVID? But I mean, once once you're a refugee and you you land here, you're 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 for the most part quarantined anyway, right? You're at CFB Trenton fucking living on an army base for a little while yeah
2: as a refugee for the
0: most part yeah. you're not just injected straight into society or maybe i made that up i don't know i'm a massage therapist i don't know shit
2: <laughs> <laughs> you just have a podcast what do you know right? <laughs> exactly that's i don't know that's one of your lines i just took one of your lines <laughs> 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 i don't know how we got on this topic
1: sorry
0: no I, you you guys are talking we, about we stuff. go all tired. through all
2: the topics i
1: mean we've talked about some massage stuff but if we were to go back to some of the greatest unprofessional hours When I asked you at the beginning, your most memorable, you said, "Oh, everybody has, you know, the farters. Everybody," and you said, "The people who try to expose themselves." Has that happened to you? Oh,
2: yeah. I think at a certain point, there's always somebody who
1: tries to expose you. This never happened to me. That's why I'm asking. In all the years I've been working, I've never had. A male and or female try to expose any part of their body. When
0: you me. say try, you mean it's an unsuccessful attempt?
2: Oh, yeah. 100% it was unsuccessful. So I had the guy in supine. So he's lying on his back. I'm um, working on his thigh. And you know how we drape. You put it underneath the leg and you yeah. wrap it around through the undergarments. Mm-hmm. Um, So this guy kept pulling the... Um, the sheets higher up and through his hip mm-hmm, area. Mm-hmm. And he kept asking me to work deeper into his inside of his thigh. I'm like, mm-hmm. dude... I don't know. I can't justify working that close to your junk right now. And he kept pulling the sheets higher and higher and higher. Then I'm just like, dude, like, if you pull any fucking higher, shit's going to start falling out, right? Mm. Um, I don't know. But then I kept like tucking it underneath his hips, right? Yeah. And then I'm like, I can make this as secure as I possibly can. I didn't know at the time that this is what he was trying to do. It's not until now I can sit back and be like, okay, this is what the guy was trying to do. was trying to make me be uncomfortable I don't know if it was his intention to make me be uncomfortable but I just knew that it was I was uncomfortable at that situation and I kind of froze afterwards I didn't know what to say after because I mean you talk about it in school and you're like okay if this happens you say this or if that happens you say that right but when it happened I was like oh fuck what do I do now this guy's like if he pulls any higher he's like his dick is gonna fall right out, right? Like <laughs> I don't I don't know what to do. So. And apparently it's gonna be in a mesh bag. <laughs> of course. I hope not. I hope not. Uh, I don't know. But then again, I mean I don't know if that's the kind of dick I'd want to see anyway. <laughs> I don't know, but I don't know. But you know what? It's just like I didn't know what to do at that point. Now I'm just like, you know what? Why Let I me
0: ask you question, a question. A very serious question. If if there were classes, like how they have women's self-defense classes. If this type of thing happens, maybe you should try responding like this or being exposed to this thing happening and then you get to kind of Practice what your response would be. Do you think that would be beneficial? I just had this think thought that would
2: right be 100% now. 100% because you know what? After listening to your podcast and listening so to many some people of say these, they freeze, so many people say they freeze. You talk about it in class, but until you actually experience it, you don't know what you're going to do. Yeah. And to be quite honest, after listening to your podcast and, and listening to some of the stories that have come through from that, I'm like, oh, fuck no. Uh uh-uh, uh, no, this ain't happening to me anymore. Mm-hmm. So if I have actually taken self defense classes, I'm actually taking boxing classes classes right now too and i quite enjoy boxing classes it's definitely that extracurricular activity that i want that i can do Um, but now i'm just like i don't know (laughs) (laughs) now i'm just like okay i will give you the first verbal warning and then i'll give you another one until then if i have to give you a third warning it's gonna be a physical fucking warning like nah this is this shit ain't going down you're gonna be my bitch at that point right Mm. like i am not dealing with somebody trying to expose themselves and then going to the cmto and saying that i didn't do what I was supposed to do. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think if, mm, but then again, in general, I think more women should take self-defense classes just in general life. Well, I mean, you never know. But I'm
0: not even talking self-defense. I've just used that as an example where in a self-defense class and I assume that they expose you to the different types of things that can happen and then then it prepares you for a response. I
2: think it definitely gives you the confidence to be able to deal with something else instead of being, oh, uh, very shy and timid to a certain situation. Mm -hmm. I think if you take certain things that give give you the confidence you're better equipped to deal with certain of situation like give me an idea yeah i mean at a certain point like you're not uh, you're not going down that road with me now right like if i ever had a patient now come and try to expose themselves i think i'd be much more direct and be like listen this this ain't going down if you think what's going to happen is going to happen you need to go somewhere else like Scarborough
0: (laughs) (laughs) so you would just give that warning you wouldn't stop at all like we're done pay up and leave
2: I think I would give them first verbal verbal warning and if they continue then it'd be like okay you know what you're gonna pay me my full fee and you're gonna get the fuck out of my clinic right and you're never gonna come back and that guy that it actually happened to with me I actually put in their file his file is red flagged at the clinic right now that if he ever comes back for a massage he's not allowed in with me maybe he might react differently to somebody else because there is another massage therapist who's Caucasian. She's, she's white, right? Yep. Um, I think the reason he tried to do that with me is because we, I don't know, maybe I'm just, reaching at this point we're both south asian he's probably like, like uh like Sri lankan yeah. he probably thinks i'm like this shy timid south asian girl who's not going to say anything because right. pretty much our culture is like totally
1: prejudged it. you and thought that and <laughs> i
2: was wrong <laughs> until the weed and porn conversation well, yep. had, yeah yeah <laughs> um maybe i think that's what he thought um I don't know. I don't See, know. as a
0: clinic owner, we talked about this before. As a clinic owner, I'd be like, fuck, I don't need you just to have it in the file. Uh, this person's just not coming back, period. That's it. If I were a clinic owner, no, idea? I don't
1: stand for any of yeah. that. I mean, thankfully, as I said, I have not had a lot of it. Um, when you were talking about, though, uh, accidentally exposing, it made me think of something that I had Accidentally in quotation marks. Did it
0: make you think of a mesh bag of dicks? <laughs>
1: no, <laughs> but this is a dick story if you <laughs> want to hear it. Uh, I was working at a clinic and I had this client. He was a very good client. He was not inappropriate. Like he – never at all. Like never – our relationship was very much like therapist-patient. Like it was nothing inappropriate. I mean we would engage in some small talk when he came in. He would tell me about his wife and his kid and whatever. But like nothing inappropriate. But his issues were all um insensitive areas according mm. to the forms that we have to sign. Yes. So – Anytime I was working on him, I was definitely getting dangerous, dangerously close to things, but in a professional way. But yeah, he thank always, you, CMTO,
2: for that uh, form that we have to sign well, now. This was,
1: this was before the form. So it was okay. okay. Nothing was weird. But anyway, he always got on the table completely naked. Mm. So I just made sure to be extra cautious when I was draping because I knew that, you know, things could be just hanging out. And so one day, Uh, he was prone and I was draping his leg, but I had to drape for glutes because we were doing, I was doing a glute drape and I did the draping and I tucked it all in and all was secure, but he had kind of fallen asleep while I was working on him. And so he was moving around a lot, um, at one point, I guess just because of the pain. And then he kind of like, like, you know, when you wake yourself up, like he snored a little bit and he woke himself up and he kind of shifted really quick and the drape came, like the sheet kind of came loose really quickly. I definitely caught a glimpse of balls and I literally he couldn't <laughs> see me, but my face went so red because like that was not in any way in my like I I purposely tucked it in so tight, but anyway, yeah, he uh he like kinda like jerked his body really quick and then I I caught a glimpse of balls and it was very upsetting because he was like such a good client and I was like, now I have to look you in the face and know that I caught a glimpse of your balls because they fell out of the sheet.
0: <laughs> Is it that disturbing to see someone's balls?
2: No, well, just <laughs> it's just
1: impatient that you Yes, again, like. because it's it's we're so professional, yeah. right? Like I mean, he probably would have thought nothing of it. And anyway, it, it was fine. Like I didn't say anything. I just quickly like, you know, tighten the sheet back up and everything was fine. But I literally was like bright red thankfully he was prone because i was bright red i was so embarrassed
2: especially because uh, in ontario or in canada we have such high regulations when it comes to draping and certain things that we do because uh, after listening to your podcast there's uh some people who have gone and traveled to certain countries and mm-hmm. they get massages and all they get is a fucking towel right yep. and i'm just like ooh, really a towel I don't know about that. But that's because the only thing I know about massage therapy is what happens in Ontario. Yeah, I haven't and we're, traveled. We're I
1: don't prudes. Know. We're prudes. Like, 100%. I, we're I turned prudes. bright red because I caught a glimpse of a guy's... And, and literally, it was for like a millisecond. Yeah. You know? It was like I realized what was happening. I'm like, oh my God. That's yeah. not supposed to be there. And I tucked it all
2: back but in. But I'm sure if you mm. went to Europe and that happened, they wouldn't think it twice,
0: right? No, at yeah. all. No.
1: Yeah. So
2: you saw balls and turned red. Great. Yeah.
1: Bright red. Bright like, red. I could feel my face was hot. It was... <laughs> Thankfully, as I said, he was not able to see me because I was bright red. I'm like, oh my god, what did I just see? Yeah.
0: I don't know. I've seen balls too, actually.
2: I mean, you. See, I think. Them. I think we need to know the story. What do you mean you
0: seen ball? <laughs> not. Not even like. Um. Not even in treatment. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to react. Right no, this, now. Is, this, right? is, this, is, this is. This is. I have another drink. This is. uh <laughs> when I was. When I was. Uh, when I was an instructor, uh-huh. and it was. Uh, it was oh. during someone's treatment exam, and so the patient on the table, the body on the table, was a dude, and he wasn't wearing any gitch, so I, he got did, exposed. Was Some that a,
2: people are really comfortable not wearing any? Was it
1: on the, the podcast or was it just somebody telling us that you would get, it, at their school, there would be marks deducted if you were to be the body for an OP and you didn't wear appropriate undergarments um, somebody told us about this recently
0: i don't i don't recall that because i
1: feel like again, i know if i
0: you're, know if you're studying
1: to. and you're like i mean if you're a student and you have to do an op you're yes. already nervous as fuck yes. right for the body on the table to go completely naked i feel like that's mean to no, the person we, that's treating I, I because know. you could accidentally exp- like look i mean i was a professional i'd been working for years yeah but, no, and- but
2: you know now how to drape but when you're a student and you And you don't know how how to properly drape, right? Yeah, we used to.
0: We I know we used to. It wasn't so much. If the body on the table was hindering the performance at all. Or if they were trying to help with the performance at all. That body on the table would lose marks on their OP. But I, I don't think it ever got to the point of like if you weren't wearing draping friendly underwear. Although we did express like if you're dude, please don't wear like the longest fucking right. boxers in the world that yeah. make it impossible but to But I feel like there should properly. also be
1: a rule about not going completely naked because I think that just makes the therapist, the student therapist more nervous. Right. Especially if it's a male on the table
0: because you're That's thinking... It? I don't know because I went through all of school without underwear. I wore underwear once because 'cause I'm not normally
3: in underwear. A jerk. I'm not like, normally in underwear when it's
1: a little bit more than a little bit of like, you know you a little bit your a beca- little <laughs> don't
2: like little
1: bit of a little a little bit of a a
0: very weird place a little <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't know. When I was in school, I was the body on the table and obviously I had proper underwear on. Um, this guy had to do some glute work on me. I, don't, I can't remember the life of me what it was. But he draped me. I was on sideline. He he, he uh, draped, uh, Did did his thing. And then I don't know what he did, but I ended up flinching. And at the end, what he did was tap my ass Whoa. and be like, it's okay. I'm like, oh, you do not need to pat my ass for anything. For did of the all. instructor see that? I feel like that's going to be an automatic fail. You can't just tap your client's ass.
1: Oh, that's more
0: than a fail. That's we're going to have a discussion. Yeah, what's fuck? About, this about guy your life never this had a
2: discussion. All I know is he patted my ass as reassurance that it's okay. You're 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 okay. I'm like, you don't need to reassure me in that way. First of all, and I'm pretty sure that the the instructor saw. I don't know, but. Let's just say the guy passed and he went out to do his Aussies and MCQs. And I think he might be working as an RMT. I don't know. I don't know but that it's so
0: hard to say in those scenarios like w- we were talking about this one day after one of our courses and we were talking about all the sexual abuse cases and Ooh. someone was suggesting the idea like don't instructors kind of get the glimpse of uh, the, the potential sexual predator when they're in school Ooh. and then therefore they should do something about it in school like a school should not allow them to be in this is what a couple of the participants were saying I'm like no that, d- that doesn't work like that at all like people have been in my class that have lost their license because it's sexual abuse to patients mm-hmm. and I'm like I would have never as a student I would have never seen that fucking coming right like as their instructor I and and all of the other instructors said the exact same thing like th- that is behavior that we would have never ever thought that that particular person was capable of. And
2: then some people who go to school and look really shady and act really shady go on to have really long careers. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So you
0: can't tell in those in those moments. The yeah. only thing, you know, I, I just, that, that's, that kind of bothered me a little bit when, when they were kind of talking about that. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't really work that way.
2: Yeah, like how do you look at somebody and know that they might be a sexual predator, right? Exactly. Like you don't know because exactly. most sexual predators you never would know that
0: they exactly. would do such shady shit. And then even still, like these two people that were talking after class they were like you know well they were really unprofessional as a student or you know they would always have some sort of offside you know off color jokes i'm like but let's let's keep it in context like you 're a student in college, mm-hmm. like yes, it might be a vocational college or whatever the case is, but nonetheless you 're not a practicing prof- I hate it when schools always put it on you like oh, you have to be professional, this is your career i'm like mm-hmm. at the end of the day you 're still a fucking student yeah you're, you're two you're doing a two year program with a whole bunch of other people that are students as well, and you 're at a college level and you 're at a co- in with other people that are college age like No one would be in a university program saying you have to act so professional because you're an accounting program and then accountants aren't expected to act like you're still a fucking college student. It it doesn't make sense to me. It bothers me when people say that shit. What do I know though? (laughs) Did Amanda run away? To be told I
2: think she might have.
0: I I, I always kind of said like I never want our kids to know that I smoke. Yeah. And there was this one Wednesday and I was leaving and This week will be
1: six weeks since that Wednesday.
0: Mm. And Amanda says, You know you know they know. And I was like,
2: what? They have to know yeah, at a right point. Yeah, they're
1: not well, they dumb. They haven't
0: seen me smoke.
1: But they've seen the packs. And my father, up until he had surgery at the end of November, was a chain smoker. And they had seen him smoke.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he just smokes openly in front of them. And so I was always like, I never want them to know I smoke. And she told me that they know. But, I mean, they don't, they don't know that I smoke. But like, they if, know if something's they, happening. Possibly. They've never seen me smoke. Anyway, when she told me that, man, my heart fucking sank. And then that day I was like, because
2: can you imagine your kid at 14, 15 says, hey, could you buy me a pack of smokes because I want to take this up? Like, or they're smoking in school because some older kids already got them cigarettes. Or like, but you know, That, that, that
1: was that, me, though. though. That
2: was me. I had
1: it's, my first it's, cigarette it's, when I was 13 Honestly, my dad had that's, smoked. That's yeah.
0: not that wasn't the fear of why I don't want them to, for me to know I smoke. I don't want them to learn in school how bad smoking yeah. is for you and smoking kills you. And then she's like seven years old and she's like, oh, my God, my dad smokes. <gasps> yeah. Like, that's what I didn't want that Happen. And
2: then you mentioned she comes home and says, Hey, dad, are you going to die tomorrow because you smoke?
0: Exactly. Like,
2: that's a lot of stress for a seven year old. I don't know. that's,
0: That's one thing I didn't want. So that day, I was up in Barrie doing whatever the fuck I was doing in Barrie and then I went to a vape shop and I had a full pack of cigarettes too and I went to a vape shop and I'm like I'm going to quit smoking today right. and I bought this thing and then So what did it. they
2: put in that? Is it just nicotine? What yeah, is it?
0: it's nicotine and some other f- Flavors? I- I- I fruity flavored shit. It definitely is to get has too. chemicals but oh, yeah, it's but... easier
1: on your body mm-hmm. than cigarettes and the, the goal with the vaping is to start with high nicotine oh. and wean yourself down because you can adjust just the level of nicotine so that is it kind of like smoking. those
2: nicotine patches
1: yes it's, okay. it's the same idea okay. so but, but the, the only whole... thing is the patches wouldn't work for Mark because part of the addiction was the, the habitual stuff yeah. 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 yeah see my dad used the patch but he had no choice he had a major surgery at the end of November and they told him, like, you just can't smoke. Right. Like, you can't through this entire. And his recovery was going to be really long. And then it ended up being even worse because he was a smoker and his lungs were so bad. He ended up spending double the time he was supposed to in the ICU. And they had to actually put him in the cardiovascular ICU and 100% oxygen. His Ooh. lungs just fucking stopped working. I like to
2: have 100% oxygen. but <laughs> So, I mean, that really,
1: I think that really scared the shit out yeah. of my dad. He realized, like, shit, like, my I I can't breathe. So he, yeah, he will be, I think, 12... 12 or 13 weeks soon yeah. of no smoking. So this has been amazing for me. Like the two most important men in my life who were like chronic smokers have both not smoked
3: yeah. in weeks. Yeah,
0: I smoked a lot. I smoked like a, a lot. pack or a pack oh, and a shit. half a day.
2: You know what? I'm glad I quit when I quit. Now I'm just like, even like sometimes uh, when I'm walking on the street and there's somebody uh, smoking in front of me and I get that mm-hmm. whiff of that uh, cigarette smoke, I have to cross the other side and go to the other side of the street so yeah, I can walk gross. because I'm just like, ooh, it just affects my lungs. This one. Don't okay. Smoke weed anymore either. I'm just like, no, I can't do it. Like my lungs just don't like it. Mm. Although I wouldn't try trying outties. I had a, I had a student
1: last week. I, I still did a one-on-one who tried edibles for the Ooh. first time. But but I didn't so she's anemic.
2: Ooh. But she's not
1: anemic just in that she's low iron. Uh genetically, she has uh low hemoglobin.
2: Ooh, okay. So
1: her first experience with edibles, she fucking passed out. <laughs> like not like passed <laughs> okay. out in the she fainted in a public place. She had like two bites of a cookie or something and she all of a sudden I, she said she went like really like like loopy and she just fucking passed out.
2: Okay. So note to self, hit that iron before doing the Eddie. It's okay. <laughs> mm.
0: I still smoke weed though. Yeah. But I, I I I don't even say that I quit smoking. One, I don't really crave a smoke. The only time was like the other day I was kind of stressed about something. You were in a bad mood. And I was in a, a bad mood a and I was just like... I keep thinking about having a cigarette, but ever since I started doing this thing, I've never had that mm-hmm. thought. I see people smoke; it doesn't make me want a cigarette. I smell it; it doesn't make me want a cigarette. But I don't say that I quit. Every time that I want to say that I quit, I just say to myself, "I'm not smoking today."
2: Right. Because quitting is just so yeah, yeah, it's such yeah.
0: a big thing. But yeah,
2: but it's a it's almost like a lifetime thing. Yeah, you have to fight that life.
0: And I don't feel like it's a fight for me, but it's just it's an easier go on my mind right. to be like, mm, "I'm not smoking just today. today."
2: Focus on today.
1: Today, I'm yeah. Not smoking. Focus on today. But I honestly don't crave it. All right. So okay, we've talked about the angry client. We've talked about people bags exposing and bags of dicks. We have. Why'd you say
0: it like that? Dicks. Bags of dicks. Nah. Uh, <laughs> did. you ever see <laughs> that can, movie can Wonder, s- Wonderlust? Yeah, uh, there's I a scene like where Paul happens. Rudd is talking to himself in the mirror and he's hyping himself up to go sleep with sleep with this girl you have to you have to just google that scene you're gonna die it's lying. so good no it's the
2: so last good. movie that I saw was Cool Runnings with John Candy that was just fantastic
0: I haven't I seen that it. forever we used st- to st- 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 watch that day camp cool runnings. day
2: camp oh
1: yeah, that, that, that was we used to bring that in
0: for little movie. kids was that okay for little kids to watch yeah it was
1: when we were younger the thing that our parents let us watch, like now that when I rewatch yeah. them as an adult, I'm like, man,
2: that is so why fucked aren't there, up. Why <laughs> are not there
1: more fucked up people in the world? Yeah. Like, okay, so- maybe it's
0: because we saw those movies. Like, I remember when Conan the Barbarian came out, I watched that with my aunts, my uncles, my mom, my dad, all my cousins, and I was like a tiny little kid, yeah, watching fucking.
2: I remember watching the Terminator when I was like. I don't know. That came out in like the eighties. and Oh I watched my it god! When I was like, we had that six,
0: seven, eight. One of my birthday parties. Yeah, we rented the Terminator. When my I, mother let us original, watch the Terminator. The yeah, original, yeah, the original Yeah. One. yeah when I
1: was and in I, grade five, I got the movie Speed as
0: a birthday oh, gift.
1: that, was is that like an appropriate, Is that an appropriate? is that's not gift bad. I mean, well, that's Speed,
2: not that bad.
0: Speed doesn't have like crazy violence, and Speed doesn't have crazy language yeah. to it. Yeah, but I, the Terminator we were, has crazy
2: violence. Way too many things. and I. I seriously think that the Terminator should have ended after the second movie because everything else was bullshit.
1: I
0: don't think I've seen it after the second movie.
2: Don't. Don't. You will
0: be sorely disappointed. I'm going to tell you guys a
1: secret. I've not seen any Terminator
0: movies. The first one's really good.
1: Oh, my God. If people could just see my face right now. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I wish everyone could see Nina's face right now. It's like I just told her that i am actually a man <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: a, like a, lot, a lot
2: of estrogen but yeah no uh obviously they should have ended by the second uh, movie but i obviously. remember watching that obviously i remember watching it when i was like seven and it freaked the shit out of me because i thought it was real like the world was gonna end the machines were gonna <laughs> run but you know what now when you look at it it almost i shouldn't say almost like but it kind of is like it where people are so into their phones or the computers or the tablets mm. they don't they don't pay attention to what's happening out in the real world where somebody's got their headphones in, they're paying attention to their phone and they're crossing the street and they don't even know it's a right away and they get slapped in by the bus right mm. it's like oh well guess whose fault that was so
0: you're not a fan of technology I, or you're not I a like fan of what technology? technology is doing to north americans
2: i think people should be kind of more aware or more I, I think know, people need to put their
1: phones down sometimes
2: I for sure. I think people should put the phones down. I'm including at some I'm parents. including myself. Yeah,
1: yeah. I know that just out of like sheer so, so for example, if Mark and I are at home, the kids are in bed and he's working. If if I'm in the mode where like I don't want to do anything anymore. Like I'm done doing, I just want to chill, but I'm waiting for him to finish work. I find myself mindlessly scrolling through Facebook. And sometimes I'll do that and realize like, I've been fucking doing this for 40 minutes. Like why am I doing this?
2: That Facebook has, that Instagram has, Pinterest, whatever. Like (laughs) I actually have to close my Pinterest account because I was a total Pinterest whore. Like, especially with that uh, infinite scroll that goes down. Like, it is a never-ending scroll that you can keep going and going and There's going. always something to Like you'll to be look in at. bed trying to sleep yep. and you got Pinterest or Instagram or mm. Facebook and it's just like, I'm not, I mean, I'm, I'm guilty of that stuff too, right? But I think that when you're trying to communicate, You can do it without using your phone. If you're Mm -hmm. sitting in front of somebody having dinner, put your fucking phone away. Just have a conversation like normally. I'm typically like not
1: looking at my phone. I just sit and have a conversation. But it's really interesting because I once had a friend tell me like, oh, you always, It it was years ago. And it was before I think I even had Facebook and stuff on my phone. It was just that like, Mark and I would definitely, in our early years of our relationship, we would definitely be like texting each other all Mm -hmm. the time. And she made a comment to me like, oh my God, you're always checking your phone. You're always looking at your phone because I was always texting him, right? So I made a conscious effort. Like when I'm hanging out with my friends, I leave my phone like face down. Mm -hmm. I only pick it up if it needs to be, like if my phone's ringing, fine. But like I'm not checking whatever, but I've noticed that when I have friends over, we're hanging out, sitting around having coffee. I would say majority of them can't help but look at their phones right. like multiple times right. in like the two hours we're hanging out having coffee. And I'm like, what is so important?
2: What is so important, right?
1: What is so important? Like I don't look at it. I just leave it there until I'm done talking yep. to the person I'm talking to. But guess
2: what? Skynet will take over one of these days and <laughs> i will realize that humans are stupid and it will solve this problem. <laughs>
1: See, I have no idea what's funny. Uh, Could you please just watch Terminator for the... I don't know. You're not close. I will 100% fall asleep. But sure, I'll try. This is disappointing. I know. He's disappointing me all the time when it comes to
2: movies. I'm like, yeah, I don't care. Okay, (laughs) could you please just watch the Terminator?
1: Fine, I'll try. But
2: just one and two and then stop.
1: Will I like it? He knows me. Will I like the Terminator? You'll watch it. You'll enjoy it. And then I'll never want to see it again. It's like Star Wars. Before we geek out too hard, can we... Talk about massage one last time before we end the end. Oh, yeah, that's hour. why we're here. <laughs> have you, since we just did an episode on this, have you ever had to fire a client?
2: I haven't ever had to fire one, but I have considered firing one. And what was the reason? Um, so she was a uh, MVA patient, and she would consistently be late. She didn't really care too much about her treatments. Uh, she didn't really ever want to do the rehab that was given to her. She really didn't want to be. Part of her own health care. That was like, really? What do you think a yeah, passive happens. treatment is really going to do for you? Right. Um, but I did consider firing her only because she was always late and she would waste my time that I could be like, okay, well, I could be seeing other people who are more dedicated. But I never did. And now she's like a long term patient of mine. So I don't I know. know. I've so she really still exists.
1: Have you ever been asked out by a client? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh
2: yeah. <laughs> All right. Whoa, I need details. <laughs> so I've been asked out by two before. Not just one. Both men? Both men. Yeah. Your men. age,
1: older, younger? No, they
2: were definitely older. Okay. Um, so one was single. Dirty old men. <laughs> I know, right? What's, what's the deal with men? But regardless, one was a married guy. Um,
1: Stop. Do you know his wife?
2: 100%. The <sighs> wife and the kids were all <sighs> the patients of the clinic. This is and why
1: people hate you, men, if you're listening. This is why. They're
2: all pigs. Ugh. That was my first lesson about men. So they're all pigs. And you know what? I accepted it and it is what it is. So. So married man married older man, than you, older than me. With kids, and his situation was to the point that he didn't even sleep in the same bed with his wife. Like they slept in two separate rooms. Right. It doesn't matter. Then get a divorce. It doesn't matter. And honestly, it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, I'm not going to go out with you. So when he asked me, I was like, "Uh, "What? Like, did he
1: ask you like to coffee, or was it like a booty call?
2: No, it was like, "Yo, you want to sleep with me?". I'm like, "Uh, no." Got it. I was like, "Uh, no, that'd be pretty unprofessional. You're a patient of mine. Your whole..." Did he remain a patient, or did you? Oh yeah, he's still a patient to this day yeah could yeah. that
1: be i feel like that is grounds to fire a client
2: no but you know what he came afterwards and talked to me and he's like listen i'm really sorry for my comments i didn't want to put you in an uncomfortable position i hope that we can move along from this and i was like yeah, yeah yeah that's fine you know what i understand your situation i understand what you're going through and maybe i was just the person that you wanted to say that to but it's not going to happen i'm happy to be here to be your therapist but you need to understand that that's all that it is it's just me being your therapist were
0: you grossed out or were you flattered <laughs> you're human
2: I think I'm a, no you know what I, I wouldn't say I was as flattered as it was more like ooh I don't know if I want to get in this situation I don't know if he
0: wasn't a patient
2: I liked his personality
0: Mm, that's a yes <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like this personality, but not enough to be like, okay, am I willing to risk what I've worked so hard okay. for? So right.
0: if he wasn't a patient and he wasn't married, If you guys he wasn't be...
2: a patient and he wasn't married, I'd probably consider it. Gotcha. But
1: so he wasn't that, disgusting. That's nice. He
2: wasn't disgusting. He's not like an old creepy dude that I'd be like, like what are you doing in this Me Too age, right? Mm. In this Me Too age. Yeah. Who was the second guy? <laughs> the second guy was also an older person. Um, uh, So I did go out with him uh obviously i waited that one year that uh, obviously you're supposed to wait um after discharge so i did go out with him but i don't know i just couldn't get it right in my own head because i'm like do you like me for me or do you like me because i was able to help you in your situation where you were in pain right so i don't know i just i couldn't get over that fact myself and it just it didn't work out so i did go with that guy
3: what?
0: Like, are we talking? Oh, forget it. <laughs> <It's fun. laughs> anyway, it's much. Too unprofessional.
2: I, we're, for not yourself, gonna go professional
0: professional we're not going to yeah, go into yeah. details. We're not going to go into details.
1: Have you ever had a significant other of a client feel jealous like have you ever had a wife or a girlfriend of a male client not want him to see you anymore?
2: No, not that not that they would even say anything to me. I don't know. No. No. No, nobody's ever come up and said, "Hey, listen, I don't I can't see you because my significant other doesn't want me to that see." That did you.
1: happen to me. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, I talked about it on an earlier podcast. Um I was treating this woman for um, I was probably only seeing her for a couple of months, but I was seeing her weekly just based on her injury. And mm-hmm. her partner wanted to come check me out because she didn't understand why I would need to see her weekly. <laughs> she thought that like I was interested in her partner, and so like she explained to me. Oh, she like,
2: wasn't. She thought she, you were interested in her partner. Yeah,
1: and so she was like, I like. So it was. Um. Yeah. So the the woman I was treating, her girlfriend thought that I was interested in her. Oh, And so, and she even said to me like, yeah, I'm so sorry about this. Like I told her one, you're straight and two, you're married with kids. Like you're not into me, but she still is like very jealous.
2: Oh yeah. No, that's never happened to me. Yeah.
1: That was an interesting one. But my career is
2: young. So. (laughs) Yep.
1: The crazy things that happen when you work with people. And again, in the type of industry that not a lot of people understand, like we both had family members who were like, Isn't that a sex thing?
2: Oh, 100%.
1: 100%. (laughs) I had a client have a... I have a client who constantly has nip slips around me. I mean, I've had
2: patients who have accidentally had a nip slip, but... Not with like her, on with her,
1: it's
0: constant. It's not a slip, man. That's on purpose. It's yeah, that's on purpose.
1: Every time.
0: I have to I ask t- you that then. You know when your nipples are out, right? I know
1: when my nipples yeah, are like, out. Like,
0: okay, because I've had this happen to me. But like when I first started and she was young, she was like 19 years old. And I was what? like, why? Like you, you got to know that your nipples no, you are you under the sheet airflow? Like why am I constantly putting this back and putting this back and putting this yeah. back I'm although like, I do know.
2: have male patients who will sometimes pull the linens yeah, down the males and I do. think it's just because that's just how they're comfortable like uh-huh. they I don't know whether they sleep like that I don't know but like you pull the sheets up and they pull it down you pull the sheets up to pull it down right males I know are doing it on purpose but I have this one client
1: and I don't think like she's hitting on me I don't even think it's on purpose I think she literally has no awareness every time I turn her over it's always seems to be like a struggle like when i'm trying to put like fix the sheet and the blanket and then fold it over properly and tuck it in like you Mm -hmm. know under under her chest every single time she's fidgeting she's grabbing and every single time at least one nipple comes out i'm like man like why do you keep doing that you're the only it's the same client every time I'm like, she why you do you keep it. doing that? Like, none of my other female clients ever expose their nipples to me. Just you. Interesting. All the nip slips. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else we need to talk about? I think we've covered some massage in these last I two hours. So.
0: Yeah, we don't even need to ask the lottery question. We know what we you're did that do already. That money. Yeah, yeah. Know. feel right. responsible. I would fun.
2: like to think I'd be responsible, but who knows? I've never had that kind of money, so I don't know what I would do.
0: <laughs> Buy a house. Focus B-Town.
2: Well, thank you for coming
1: here thank from you. B-Town and hanging out with us. And you and I did a number on the wine. I like it. Nice. I like
2: it. We're friends already.
0: B-Town comes to Scarberia. Scarberia. I did it. <laughs> to to Scarberia.
2: 100%. Scarberia.
1: No,
0: it's more like scarlem.
1: Scarlem, Scarberia. It's, it all works.
0: Mm. Thanks for coming by. It's been fun. Thank you. Right on. You guys have been listening to Two Massage therapists and a microphone. Peace.